Today's very special 2019 Parent Corner edition of the Bill Simmons podcast is brought to you by CarMax. The folks at CarMax make your shopping, test driving, and car buying experience easy the way it should be. In fact, they make it so easy that my nephew Kyle did it. He started his search at CarMax.com, filtered through over 50,000 CarMax vehicles nationwide, and found a CarMax certified Ford Mustang within his budget that he named Maxine. CarMax took him through all the tricky stuff, financing options, credit applications, down payments, and pros and cons without haggling or the pressure to buy. You always get a seven-day money-back guarantee to make sure the car is right for you. And with full disclosure, after a week, Kyle kept the Mustang. Stop by your local CarMax for details and discover how easy buying a car at CarMax can really be. We're also brought to you by TheRinger.com, where we are still cranking away at the tail end of 2019 here and the end of the decade in the Ringer Podcast Network, where the rewatchables, Quentin Tarantino, first of three films that we did with him, which ironically, the 100th, the third of these films will be the 100th episode of the rewatchables. Yeah. So this week was Dunkirk, QT, Chris Ryan, Sean Fantasy, and then one next week, and then the 100th rewatchables episode the week after that, subscribe to The Rewatchables on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. All right, coming up, here are all the parent corners that Cousin Sal and I did over the course of the 2019 NFL season. If you're not familiar with this gimmick, we started doing it, I'm going to say, five years ago, four or five years ago. We started joking about things that were happening with our kids. I jokingly called it Parent Corner. Then we seriously called it Paracorder. Then we started doing them every week, and it took a life of its own. And here it is, uh, a best of Paracorder 2019. First, our friends from Pearl Jam. Uh, go ahead. You have the you have the floor. Okay. Uh, well, my son is a freshman. Your daughter's a freshman in yeah. high school. He's playing football. Yes. I broke broke the old lady down. Yeah. He just loves it so much. He was done with flag football. He's putting the pads on. They had their first game last week. He's tall somehow, you know, and I have to look into this even more, but he's almost 6'1". Uh, He's playing linebacker. What do you mean look into it? Like, dude, well, I'm not. I'm short. Do 23 and short. Me? Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. I'm, I'm eyeballing every FedEx guy that comes by. Like, it's any FedEx guy is yeah. six two and over. Yeah, it's, like, it's not right. I try to ignore it, but you know, it, it, it's obvious. So we have to figure it out. Your but, son does. He's like a mutant. He is very big. He's 14. Yeah, and he's, he's 14. like six one. Right, and just looks like he's gonna be like six eight. Right. So he has to play football. Yeah. he loves the game. He's watch watches all the games and plays. Uh, never tackled before. Uh, Goes in there, first game, two tackles. Uh, only played half the game at linebacker. Played the full game guard. Two tackles. Uh, recovered a fumble. Tipped two passes. Uh, they beat a team from Compton, thirty-four really? sixteen. Yeah, the quarterback's good. Quarterback trained with uh, Matt Leinart over the summer. Could be a good team. This and is this is Manhattan Beach year. ninth grade Manhattan, ninth grade freshman year. Um, everything's great. And we get the announcement from the, uh, the wife that one concussion and he's done. 
And so, uh, wow. And I thought about this and I, I'm like, I have to have her back. And so I, I did. And I told my son, I was like, that's right. One and you're done. And that's why if you ever feel woozy, don't freaking say anything. (laughs) (laughs) And my wife didn't like that too much. It's terrible. I know it's it's a bad thing. We shouldn't be laughing about this, but is that fair in your estimation? One and done. Am I, am I just am I just a oh, horrible man. father if he gets one and I'm like well, you can keep going? It's like half a one. Yeah, I mean, is it bad enough we're letting him play? And then if he had one, I shouldn't even be talking about it. But it's it's a it's a possibility, right? It's incredible start to pair quarter. <laughs> is Carmack still? On? <laughs> they still uh, oh, they, they bailed. Canceled. <laughs> Start uh, the search for your next car at CarMax.com anyway, even I, though they're not, they're not with us anymore. I don't want to I, I, I don't want to make a joke of it, but is, is that where we're at? Like, if you let your kid play, you can only allow, like, one of these weird things. I think that's a is smart that way fair? to handle this. Yeah. All right. The one and done. Okay. The new one and done. I'm fine. Um, I'm fine with that. My son, mm-hmm. my uh, mother-in-law comes and sends him a gift certificate for Amazon because mm-hmm. she's coming. And um, I forget it was for, it was, it was for like back to school or something. So he's all excited and he decides he's going to spend the money on the gift certificate himself. Mm-hmm. We get a $50 BB gun Oh, that was for ages 16 and over. And what do you mean we get? We get it in the mail. Oh. We're like, oh, it's some package from Amazon. It's a BB gun with 200 bullets in it, and it's for people 16 and over. And we're and my wife's like, "What the hell is this? Why why did we get a BB gun?" Right. Ben claims it was a he wanted to buy a prop gun because when he acts out scenes from movies in the backyard, <laughs> that he wants he wanted to have a prop gun. What's um, he acting out Scarface? What, I, what kind of movies is it? He, he sees it? different movies. Freddie Mercury shot up Live Aid. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, don't remember. <laughs> um, so that happens, and then a day later, this fake knife comes in the mail. Oh no! And it's one of those <laughs> knives where you stab somebody, and the blade just sinks right, in. Right, it's right. like a prop thing. Yeah, yeah. And we're like, "What's going on? Do you need to see a psychiatrist?" And yeah. He's like, "I just need props for the backyard." And we're like what the hell is going on with you? And he thought it was like the funniest thing. <laughs> and I forget, what was the other thing he bought? Oh, the third thing was the Szechuan sauce. $50. So Rick and Morty's McDonald's Szechuan sauce. has this McDonald's Szechuan sauce. You can't kill anyone gimmick. with that. And you can't you? kill anyone oh. with the Szechuan sauce. It's like a joke, right? Yeah, it's an episode that Ben loves Rick and Morty and he just wanted to get it. And they brought it back for a limited time for McDonald's. And now you can only get it from third party sellers for like X amount of dollars. So he bought that as well. It all came in. It was $50. all, it was all smushed. Half of the Szechuan sauce was all whatever. It was more than $50. Cause he'd already had some stuff. So yeah. three things he bought were, um, <laughs> something he thought was a prop toy gun. That was actually a BB gun yeah. that he's never even seen a knife that he was pretending to stab us with, but then immediately <laughs> broke because it was like a dollar. That's good. And then Szechuan stuff that <laughs> all broke and it, and it spilled oh, all no. over the place. The oh, other thing with back. him was when we bought Kyle a Flash Gordon jersey, uh-huh. and Ben's grown now, so none of the Pats jerseys fit. So I was mm. like, do you need another Pats jersey? And he's like, I do. 
So I'm like, all right, I'm going to get you a new pass jersey. Mm. What do you, which one do you want? He's like, I want my name on it. Aaron Hernandez. No, he didn't want that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, all right, you want your name on it? So I'll get Simmons, what number? He's like, no, no, I want melatonin. <laughs> That's his rap name? <laughs> you should know better. Of course it's a name he wants. <laughs> so he wanted melatonin 69 because uh, the rappers have 69. Right. And he's like, and I'm like, I'm a thousand percent not doing that. <laughs> so he got 33. So Kyle has a Flash Gordon jersey and my son has a melatonin 33. 33? And he's like, it's going to be good for our first video. And I'm like, you're 11? You're gonna you're gonna jail. You just bought a BB gun online. You're oh man! So thirty three for Larry Bird, but on the Patriots and melatonin. Is that why? Yeah. That the, okay. Thirty three. It's like a Simmons family gotcha. number and gotcha. melatonin. And he's mm -hmm. all fired up. I'll post an Instagram photo. He's oh, all fired do. up. He thinks it's gonna be great for the rap video. Nice. And uh, that's my son, who's uh, now starting sixth grade, who is playing. Uh, he's gonna do the travel baseball and play for the football team. Oh, really? And Good. hopefully not do last boy scout with the prop gun he bought <laughs> as, <laughs> as he's running on, running on the field. Well, there you go. Carmax BB guns, knives, and concussions. <laughs> We're back. All right. So this weekend I was watching the three boys and my wife was away for the weekend. And you know, I have to say like, she does a great – these kids wouldn't be alive if it weren't for her. Like, no question. It has question. nothing to do with me at all. But watching kids over the weekend versus during the week is different, right? Like during the week, you have to bring them to all kinds of practices and extracurricular activities after school. You have to do homework. It's bad. It's tough. You have to make lunches. She does a great job with that. But on the weekend, as long as there's no sports and soccer hasn't started for my little one yet, my oldest one plays football during, during the week, if there's no sports – that's easy pickings, right? You could just set them on their own. They, they're on their iPad and uh, you feed them a couple times a day. And that's that. So that that was my plan. So I wake up Saturday morning and I, uh, I start on my book and I get done about 9 a.m., 9.30. I'm like, all right, I should go down and feed these kids. And I go downstairs. And I say to the youngest one, I was like, what do you want? Do you want cereal or oatmeal? I'm praying he um, doesn't say oatmeal because that involves me like, putting hot Doing water stuff. in yeah. something, you know what I mean? Rather than just pouring cold milk into a bowl. He says cereal. We go through it. He likes checks. And I go in the pantry. I go to pull out the checks and he comes behind me. He's got a full bag. He's got a, now an empty bag of peanut butter pretzels. And he's eaten all of these. And I was like, oh my God, he's <laughs> already had breakfast on his own. He didn't wait for me. What a terrible father I am. And I'm like, oh, I'm, look, I'm like, look at you. You're going to be a real fatty. And he says to me, he's like, well, you're already fat and just walks away. Wow. And that was it. I was like, all right, I'm going back up to my room. I'm going to ride alone. I don't need to see these little bastard kids for another three hours. <laughs> you just ditched them. So that's it. Yeah. Not, not that much of a great story, but. You, you, uh, you feel like it's easier on the weekends because it's really up to you how much you want to put in. Right. Oh, it's got to be easy. Because you can just throw iPads and cereal at them and basically do your own thing on a Saturday. IPad, but on like cereal. a Friday, you got to drive people places. You could also just feed them and not see them. I could order Postmates or, you know, you could order, it could come to the door. Do you let your kids order from eating apps? I haven't yet. I'm a little worried about that. You're, you're at that stage now, right? Well, 
Uh, my son, uh, the immortal Ben Simmons, um, had a very brief Postmates run that ended abruptly when <laughs> guys were showing up from Chipotle with one burrito. And we were like, all right, but that's coming off your phone. <laughs> but uh, uh, so my parent corner, I, I want to preface this by saying that um, my daughter's soccer team, I think our parents are are really particularly, it's a good group. We have no mm-hmm. bad apples. We have been trained to behave really well on the sidelines. Um, our coach really does believe like if we were supposed to stay quiet, just cheer, not tell our kids what to do, all that stuff. And definitely don't yell at the refs. Let him handle it if it gets mad. Mm-hmm. So we're we're playing this big tournament this weekend in uh, Oceanside. And we win the first two games and we advance to the semifinals, but there's still one game left on a Sunday morning. And basically it's like, all right, we'll just kick the ball around. Um, just try not to get anyone hurt. It's one of those mm-hmm. games because we got to be really ready because semifinals and the finals are on a Monday. Right. So game starts really physical, getting more and more physical. And the lead, the 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 center umpire, whatever he's called, the lead ref, um, it seems pretty young. Doesn't seem like an adult. Seems like he might be 16 or 17 max and has no idea what he's doing. It's starting to get chippier. It's starting to get chippier. Second half starts. And now it's like rollerball. And our kids are getting taken out. It's fouls left and right. At one point, I thought our midfielder, who's a nice kid, actually rolled around with their fist clenched. I thought we we're actually going to have a fight on the field. Like it was getting mm. that, like that out of control. And the ref's doing nothing. We start, we're yelling. And you know, from a parent standpoint, the only thing you want is you don't want your kid to get hurt in a game, right? So we're all like, we're reacting as parents, like, you got to get control of this game. What are you doing? Now he's getting mad at us. The other team's doing more and more. Finally, one of our kids just gets decked and her head hits the grass. Oh, no. She's like kind of half crying, but really more upset. We're all going nuts. And now it's like, you know, in the NBA where it's like the, the trainer, when there's a fight, the trainers pretend that they have to like make sure the players don't run on the court so they don't right, get sure. suspended. So we're a combination, making sure nobody gets mad enough to actually like charge somebody. Our coach comes out and he's like the maddest I've ever seen him. He ends up getting thrown out. It's mm. a red card. So now we're, we're up one nothing in this game. Now we just want it to end because it's like somebody's going to get hurt in this game. This is crazy. It's like a 15-year-old girl's soccer game. It's so stupid. Game, there's a penalty kick with like a minute left that they call us for some penalty in the box. This ref who is now like, uh, you know, he's like the 1972 Olympics basketball ref. <laughs> calls this crazy penalty and now this other team has a penalty kick with a chance to tie it. Our goalie ends up saving it. We win the game. The ref sprints off past us to get away from us and runs to the, to the, uh, to the, the, whatever the tent to put in the score and our manager follows him. And I follow because I want to make sure like nothing else happens. Yeah. Go over. And the ref is basically like unraveling, like he's in the Blair Witch project (laughs) and he's telling our manager, like, I'm sorry. I know I didn't do my best. And it becomes clear. This kid's like 15. Oh no. And somebody must have called in sick, but this is like a big tournament. Like you have like real refs for this and it's clear like he just shouldn't have been in this spot. And meanwhile, we almost had rollerball in this youth soccer thing. So I'm like conflicted because I'm like, we're we're yelling at this guy, but we also wanted our kids to be safe. Mm-hmm. 
But on the other hand, we're, you know, yelling at this kid and he's 15 and whatever. So I, for, so for this episode of Parent Corner, I'm not sure how I feel about this whole thing, but at one point, one of the parents on our team, because somebody was taking pictures and was like, we have pictures. And the guy looked over, like was scared, like we we're going to blackmail him. Meanwhile, it's just pictures of our kids getting elbowed in the back and tripped and knocked over. Yeah. But, what does he have to see picture? He's, he's, he lived the game, right? All right. So hearing that story, what do you think our role is on the sidelines? A, a normal, normal group of of parents who are just supportive, who don't say a lot, who are now worried one of their kids are going to get hurt. How far can we go in that situation? I think, I think first of all, it's, I think it's very hard to see your kid get repeatedly injured or busted up and nothing being done about it. Um, but I think you did well keeping your cool. The X factor could be the other parents. How much are they egging it on? Or are they just telling you, oh, shut up, stop being a baby? Because that could put you, that right. could turn you nuclear. So, you know, and then you lose it all. Right. So this was, I will say the other parents did not do that, which I thought was a good thing. Um, and well, then that, you did the right thing. You recognized that it was a young, uh, overwhelmed referee and it, it sucked that uh, these calls weren't made. But I think the answer is you have to send Ben Simmons to these games with his BB gun. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did. So we had, we had this semifinal game today and we lost in penalty kicks, which was yeah. devastating. But- Right before the game, and I say this every year, I'm just going to say this again for everyone's benefit. Um, you're supposed to pick a side and put your chairs on one side, all the parents on one side, the parents from the other team are on the other side. And the reason you do this is just because if there's a situation like that game when it turns into rollerball, you don't want parents right next to each other because sure. then that could, God knows what happens. Mm -hmm. um, parents, right, right near the side of the game, these two ladies put the chairs on our side and I kind of looked at him. I was like, you guys have to go to your side. Mm -hmm. And the lady does the eye roll and goes, oh, really? Like, like offended that she has to go to her side. So I'm going to say mm. this again for America's benefit. Stay in your own fucking side. <laughs> There's two sides. All the parents are on the side that you know. You're on that side. We're on the other side. There's a midfield. There's a whole line that goes right down the middle. And you're on one side or the other. You can't be on both. I like it. I like it. I'll tell you uh, about my five-year-old who is playing soccer. Now, um, he was on this team last season, actually like in the uh, spring, with all his friends in school. Every one of them. There was like six friends in, uh, in his preschool class. They were all on this baseball team. They were the Mets. He loved it. We got along with the parents. We held the end of the year party at our house. Um, they, they weren't insufferable, the parents. I actually liked them, which is tough for me. Uh, it was great. Now they have this soccer team in the fall. And Harrison, my son, is two days too old to be in that league. The soccer, um, the, the, the way they sort out the ages for the soccer is different than the way they do it for b baseball. So he's two days too old. There's a kid on the team that's two days younger than him. Um, but my son can't do it because he's two days too old. So he has to play on another team. So, But the coach offers this. He says, hey, why don't, I'll just order an extra jersey. He could show up. He's five. Who gives a shit that, you know, they're not competing for a, a giant trophy here. The coaches, other coaches are going to know there's no roster. He's not going to call me out. And uh, that'll be that. He can come in as a sub or there's always two kids that can't make it or whatever. I was like, that sounds really good. My wife's like, no, 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 let's do this by the book. They'll probably let us do that anyway, but let's, let's just uh, let the league decide. I was like, I don't think it's a good idea, but go ahead. Godspeed. Do it. Sure enough. 
calls up, gets a commissioner on the phone or, or email through email. There are absolutely no exceptions. He cannot play with his friends. He's going to have to be on this other team. So now she's furious. And I, now I'm not furious. Now I'm like, well, this is this is your fault. You screwed this up. We could have had the extra jersey. We could have ordered it. It would have been fine. And now he has to play on this other team. And not only now is he playing on this other team, they moved those, that game, for some reason, the schedule, there's three games on Sunday. So I have to see. It was, everything was great. Everything's lined up for a Saturday season. Now he has half the schedule is on Sunday. And, and, and their practices are Saturday at 2. So oh. Two days, two weekend days are ruined for five-year-old soccer. I have and a question. In the middle of the day, Saturday. I was like, what kind of maniac? I have a question. Is, yeah. Why are they having practice for five-year-olds? That's the exactly. dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. What, what are they what doing? I I Five-year-olds like, run around like a chicken with their head cut off. There's no practice right. for them. I, that's what I said. I was like, well, what, he, he shouldn't go to the practices. This is this, We have a couple of beach days left. We have a million things going on. Why at two o'clock do we have to bring him to practice? Like, well, maybe he won't play. Maybe they won't play him. If they, I was like, this is not a scholarship team. Like, I don't get it. So that's that. We're stuck with uh, Saturday and Sunday. Real quick. The older one, the freshman, has a game in Anaheim football Yeah, on Thursday. I'm driving out there. I'm about uh, halfway there, and I get a call from my wife saying the game is canceled because it's too hot. Oh, too my hot God. In Anaheim. It's 90, and it's, and it's humid, and they don't want to take any chances. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. I know I play through heat like this. I don't want to be the old man saying this. But first of all, this reminds me of the NFL, what we talked about. Why are they sh- scheduling September early September games in Carolina and Tampa Bay, if they know there's going to be a storm hitting, same thing here, same same weather in Anaheim every September 10th, have their games on the road. No, that's it. So I had to turn back. I was like in traffic for four hours, but that's that. I'm done. That's brutal. I can't believe yeah. they have practice for five-year-olds. What is going on with this country? Yeah, isn't that and she's like oh the the you know the coaches are nuts. They love it. I was like, if they love it so much, take off work Friday. We'll do Friday at five or something. You throw a soccer ball out with people wearing uniforms of two different teams. Yeah. And all of them just cluster around the ball. There's no what are they gonna practice? Just yeah. running into each other? I was like, you know what? He's not gonna remember any of this. He might remember playing with his friends that he grew up with. That would have been cool, <laughs> but all right, take that away. What what are we gonna do? What's his yeah, birthday? When's his birthday? December 30th. So there's a kid who was born January 2nd who's on the team. Oh, man, that's a tough sports birthday. When people ask me for advice for parenting, I always, the only thing I say is, if you think your kids are going to be athletic, try to game it so that they're born like late January, early February. That's the move. Yeah, that's good. If you really want to stack the deck for your children. I understand for leagues, there has to be a cutoff, but it matters when they're 8, 9, 10 and above, but Come on, five. Five is. Let him play with his friends. Five's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Um, my parent corner, there's just a lot to choose from with my son these days. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, he's really turning into one of the all time characters. My wife gave him $40 to, because he was walking downtown to go get coffee or whatever, some coffee drink with his friend Ben, and they're going to go walk around. That's good. That story's good enough right there. You could stop. Yeah, that was my whole thing. I was like, why'd you give him $40? Why didn't you give mm-hmm. him like $10? She's like, I don't know. I just grabbed money from my wallet. So giving him $40, you know, it's like a game show where you're giving like just dumb 11-year-olds money to just spend. And they, yeah. So anyway, he comes back 
and there was some sale from a store and he's carrying all this stuff. And he's like, mom, the store had a sale. I don't forget the name of it. And I got all the stuff and it was, I, I can't even describe what the stuff to, one was a thing. It almost looked like a stand. And mm -hmm. he's like, I'm going to keep my trophies on this. He hasn't won a trophy. I don't think yet. I think he won <laughs> one baseball trophy. <laughs> um, so it's like, so that's great. This ugly stand. I don't even know where it's going to go. You have that. And then it was like, there was one giant long key that he really liked because it looked like a key from a scary movie. And it's like, <laughs> look at this. It was marked down from $10 to $1. It's like, yeah, because it's a fucking giant key. Who would want this? Do you know what it says? Are you sure it, it wasn't yeah, say it? it says a key to my heart on it. Oh my God. <laughs> and then there was like some gold chains. So anyway, he spent the whole $40. Then my wife's mad at him. I was like, why are you mad at him? He's an idiot. You should be mad at yourself. So we have that. Then the other thing was, I rejoined my fantasy league with uh, my friends from high school, the one that I was in from like 1990, which mm -hmm. I, had, I had skipped out on because I was I didn't want to be in multiple leagues. And then oh, really? they made me feel you, guilty. You yeah. So I'm, ba I'm back in that, did the online draft whole thing. But I wanted, uh, I told my son, I was like, we should be partners for this. He's like, great. Mm -hmm. So we do the draft. He's interested right to the point where he really wanted me to take Baker Mayfield, which might be the only quarterback he knows other than Tom Brady. So we take mm -hmm. him and then disappears. He's gone for the rest of the draft. <laughs> Downloads the CBS app on his phone and then he can look at our team and he's all excited about that. He's like, hey, dad, look at our team. We're favored to win this week, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm going to watch football with you and Kyle on Sunday. I'm like, great. So comes around it's like 9 55 west coast time I'm like you gonna come out and watch football so yeah i'm gonna be out there in one second i'm just gonna go on the trampoline comes in he's in for two minutes watches like two baker mayfield passes like i'll be right back i never see him again <laughs> just gone the rest of the day no interest in anything then comes back in and starts yelling at me because we also have lamar jackson who i didn't start because i started oh. baker mayfield Cause that's the only football player my son's heard of other than everyone right. in the Patriots. And I'm like, I started Baker Mayfield. Cause that was the guy you were all excited about. You wanted Baker Mayfield. He's like, yeah, but dad, Lamar has five touchdowns. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? You're so dumb. I'm like, you don't even watch football. You're not even out here. So now we're yelling at each other. And then he ends up not watching any football at all. And now he doesn't care about the fantasy team because we lost. And we suck and I picked a bad team and he doesn't want to be on my team anymore. <laughs> so that's he's gonna, it. He's going to end up stabbing you with that giant key. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then the other thing is he has a Pats jersey that has his rap name on the back because I right. got Kyle the Flash Gordon jersey. So he got his melatonin jersey mm -hmm. and then wouldn't wear that tonight because he was still mad about the fantasy wow. team. Bastard. Yeah, because I so didn't Baker start Lamar Mayfield Jackson. Basically, turned a child off to sports, really, or off to football. All all we need to see was two Baker Mayfield passes. Well, what you realize is when we were growing up, all we wanted to do is like watch sports with our dad, right? Mm -hmm. It was like, what was better than, oh yeah, watch a game with my pops? They they don't want to do that. They just want to watch, you know, a prank video on YouTube. Yeah, can Who's you imagine the... yelling at your father for starting something? <laughs> oh <my laughs> cracked upside the head so fast. <laughs> Well, and then he was, he's been researching his Halloween costume. Who's the guy who's going to be Kyle? He's going to be this guy from. Is it a YouTuber? It's, it's a YouTube video. Right one ear out my other. I don't know. And I'm like, who's that Zoe? And, and Zoe goes, he's this guy. And oh, yeah. 
Daniel Dobrik's video who he sleeps with all these girls and smokes a lot of pot. So Ben thought oh, no. it'd be funny to be him for Halloween. I'm like, that doesn't sound funny at all. Can he not do that? <laughs> oh, and then when Kyle came in today, Ben tried to stab him with his knife <laughs> that punches it. Was broken, so I wasn't on the lookout for it. I thought he was actually going to stab me. <laughs> so he came at Ben with a knife and then it plunged in and then it receded into itself because this was the $1 oh, no. thing he bought. He's going to put Kyle on his trophy case. Yeah. That's going to be the first I'm one. telling you, he's you do character of the year every year. This is going to be the first child in character of the year. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Sal usually goes first on Parent Corner, but we're going to let House go first this time. House has a good one, Sal. Well, this is uh, really a testament to uh, the, the, the many inadequacies that I possess as a father, as a grown man, as a tech-savvy human being in the 21st century. My son loves the game Roblox. Yeah. It is uh, one of these character-driven, avatar-driven, you know, you, you're the character in all of these environments and situations. And like a lot of these uh, games uh, where, you, you know, you have a, one character interfacing with others, you can enhance the shit out of, out of this character's attributes and, and uh, his navigation skills, his, his fashion and my son, very early on, showed a real appetite for making his his avatar as handsome as possible. Yeah. And also equipping him with whatever modern technology, whatever warfare technology. So he spent $460 last week on uh, <laughs> Roblox enhancements because I have probably four times gone into the stupid effing app and de disabled and... Un untethered by <laughs> PayPal and un and taking the effing credit card off the thing and and I'll be goddamned if he hasn't figured out what he just do pop up 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 and then I get a bill from from iTunes four hundred and sixty mother effing dollars for and I was like for what for what it what what is it oh daddy I he has a mohawk daddy. Daddy, Daddy. I got him a mohawk, a pink mohawk. My character is an 11-inch penis, Dad. It costs $90. Yeah, so he stuck it right in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> he sure did. Are you kidding me? Yeah, so that's my parent oh, corner. I'm, I'm sure there's a fix for this. If you know the fix, please send it to me on the Twitter, at House from DC. Please help me fix the effing Roblox. I don't think you have to pay for that, but I think it's funnier that you do, so... You know, $460. I hope not. Just to piggyback on that. My son also did the same thing and we had to like change all the passwords. It's like impossible for it to order anything, but somehow I got this bill last night when I was at Rembert's wedding, shout out to Rembert's wedding, by the way, great time. Nice. And it was a $19.99 Sony interactive services, PlayStation thing. So he went on my account and bought something that I didn't know what it was. So I emailed him. Did you buy, or I texted him, did you buy something? And he emailed me back, look at us, the OFO show Snoop Dogg gif. <laughs> what? He emailed me a gif of Snoop Dogg nodding and it said OFO show. Yeah, it's a question mark. Bill Simmons to Ben Simmons, did you buy something? And he what fucking responds he with a, a gif. Back, OFO show. And then he texted me, I have money. And then he texted I pay you back. Not even I'll pay you back. I pay you back. So his grammar continues to be terrible. He turns 12 in two months. And he's going, I think, this isn't even my parent quarter. Sal, you're up. 
All right, I'm up. Uh, so I talked to you last week or the week before about my uh, five-year-old who wants to play soccer with his friends, but he's exactly two days too old for that league. So he has to play a league up, and this league plays on Sundays. So uh, good for me. And not only do they play on Sundays, they played Sunday at 1 p.m., which for a football fan on the West Coast is the worst time, the worst time for a game to start. And by the way, even worse when there's 10 freaking early g- games yep. and three late afternoon. 10 and three is not the ratio anybody wants. So you, as you know, you guys are watching and House, you had most of these games on your parlay there. Green Bay game, Baltimore game, Detroit game, houses you were watching, the Pittsburgh game all came down to the wire. So I'm scrambling to get out of the house. I finally get to the game. I'm like five minutes late, but not too late to see my five-year-old allow two goals in 45 seconds. He's playing goalie. Uh, and he's throwing a fit. And so they take him out of goal. And now he's slide tackling everyone. He's playing good defense, <laughs> but he's getting called for fouls every time. Yeah, and he's really like it. tackling everybody, like diving into everybody, like doesn't know what he's doing. And but like uh, when he get called for a foul, he's like crying. So he's like the, the this big bully that turns into a wuss. Like, what the hell's going on here? So they end up losing like five nothing. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait to talk to this kid. I have to I have to I have to get his head straight. This is crazy. He's aggressive and he's sobbing and it's it's really weird. And he's crying after every goal by the other team. Wait till I get a hold of him. Uh, but before I can get a hold of him, he has to talk to his team. The the coach like tells him, "Oh, you did good. We lost, but losing doesn't matter anyway." Not only does the coach feed him that, but they're the sharks, and he um, dedicates the shark of the week. He acknowledges that there's a shark of the week. He pulls out a plastic shark and gives it to Harrison for being the shark of the week. And I'm like, what the, what the hell is going on here? How is he the shark of the week? He was like blubbering on the ground and pounding. What Now how am I going to say, hey, you did wrong. You got to get it together. And when he's going to hold up the shark and say, oh, really? Someone says that I behaved prop- properly. So the shark of the week. So I, I don't know. Uh, this coach is a nice guy and everything, but you didn't do me any favors with these participation trophies. This one coming in the form of a plastic shark with his name on it. It's not like you pass it around. So now he's now he's like waving it around. I can't teach this kid that he behaved improperly. I, I don't know what to do. Do you guys have any recommendations? Uh, this is just, you've just explained everybody under 30. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to go to my, uh, I'm going to go to my parent uh, Under corner. 30 months. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Awful. So. Shark of the week. My parent corner. So my daughter, who I love, who's been on this podcast, who is a really sweet and thoughtful kid. The oh, one, nice. the one hole she has in her sweet and thoughtful resume, not like great at cards and gifts, which makes her like me. The best person I've ever seen at cards and gifts is me and Sal's cousin, Jimmy. Right, who, for sure. Who is kind of the Michael Jordan of gifts. He's, I don't know, what what does he have, like a Google Doc, Sal? He knows when everybody's birthday and everything is. He's, but he's buying he Christmas gifts. He probably heard... He probably heard you say that, and to thank you for anointing him the best of cards and gifts, bought you like a, a rookie uh, Larry Bird jersey, <laughs> right. just just for saying that. Really so, yeah. incredibly thoughtful gifts. He's buying gifts for people in like July and March and just has 300 people filed away in his brain that he's just buying stuff for. My daughter is not that person. Um, and I just somehow ended up with these kids that it's like Mother's Day and my wife's home and we're about to have dinner and they're scrambling around grabbing pieces of paper from the printer and hastily making mother's day cards. I don't think I've ever gotten a gift from my daughter ever. Maybe I have, but my wife probably bought it. So I bring this up because she's been dating this guy 
and they had their one month anniversary this weekend. <laughs> Colin, nice guy. I'll, I'll give him a shout out. Colin, I like him. Good first boyfriend. Um, Zoe, come. I'm like, where's Zoe? Is, is she out? Oh, she went. She went downtown to buy some gifts for her anniversary. I'm like, what? She ends up. She comes back. And has this whole thing of all these different gifts she bought, and she got him a card, and she made him. So she spent hours, like, gifts and arranged some photo thing. And I'm listening to this, and I'm just getting madder and madder. So we, we're, fa- we're in D.C. For, for the wedding, and we're FaceTiming her. And she's telling my wife about these gifts she got, her, got him, and I'm going to see him tomorrow, and I'm so excited. And finally, I got mad, and I'd be like, all I know is you've never gotten me a fucking gift ever. (laughs) (laughs) And then she comes back with, that's not true. I made you that Celtics thing once, which was like (laughs) seven years ago. I was was away for the finals, and she made me this painting with like six Celtics on it. So she had to go back to 2013. So my point is this. You can do the whole daddy's little girl, all that stuff, but as soon as they meet a guy, you're just dumped. Yeah, you because well, it's like nine gifts for the new guy. Meanwhile, all I've done is I've been her fucking chauffeur for her entire <laughs> life, driven her all around Southern <laughs> yeah. California for every soccer tournament. Where's my nine gifts? I want. Where's my? <laughs> I went down to Larchmont and bought and, and bought Dad some gifts because uh, I'm so I'm so thankful he stood in a hundred degree weather last week to watch me play soccer and sweated and got and then had to drive two hours. No gifts for me. I think dad's being a bad first boyfriend. That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> That's a great point. If you were a better know. boyfriend, you would get a Listen, gift for one anniversary. I just stand for, I stand one for month. what's right is what I stand for. And you know what's right? <laughs> get me a Father's Day card. Go to the store. Get me like three cards. Just write a nice note. Write a nice sappy note. Make me feel good for a minute. If you want to feel good, Bill, I could send you a plastic shark. I don't care. I'll put it in the mail tomorrow. <laughs> I think you would like it if CarMax sent me a car. Uh, I do love my daughter, though. I should say she will be taking care of me someday when I'm in a nursing She's home. A good hopefully, kid. hopefully She's with a view best. of the ocean. Uh, well, I feel bad because this is neither fun or funny. But I'll tell you, I'll, I'll say in advance, it has uh, a not so terrible ending. But um, my son is playing freshman football. It took a lot of convincing of my wife to get this going. We, I even had Tony Romo a few, few years back, try to convince her and say, Hey, come on, he can play contact, right? It, contact football is fine. And, uh, he's like, ah, he doesn't have to start till ninth grade. So he didn't start until ninth grade, even though all his friends were playing in seventh grade. Now he's on the freshman team. He loves it. The team's pretty good. Um, they have a game, uh, a Thursday uh, afternoon game. One of his teammates catches a ball in the flat, turns around and gets pummeled. Helmet to helmet by uh, a kid who's probably a foot uh, taller. And then um, he's on the field, this kid, my son's teammate, for the next 40 minutes. And, uh, you know, and his, and his feet are flailing. Oh, like, no. Like, holy crap. Is this involuntary? Or, like, at, at some point, uh, the mother's pretty good with it. She's on the field. It took a long time. Finally, an ambulance came. 40 minutes later, uh, they take him to the hospital. He had like a neck injury. He's, he's fine. He has a neck brace. He texted a thumbs up to all his teammates, but yeah, I, I, I don't know what to say except that, you know, when you watch your favorite team play and a, and a player on your favorite team have to, that sucks. And you're like, Oh, this is brutal. Even on someone on another team, when you're watching your kid's game and it's someone on your kid's team, 
It's like times a thousand. And then I cannot even imagine as a parent what this is like for 40 minutes, not knowing what's going on. Like I said, everything well ended up good, but um, I'm okay if he decides not to play. And he seems okay. The, everyone on the team is okay with it, but it, it's just so scary. And also, it's really bad for my brand. I mean, a lot of the parents are like, oh, how's your brand? Is your brand okay? You know, like, oh, don't worry about my brand. There's a kid on the field. But no, really, I don't know. I, I just had a, a big wake-up call with that. And um, yeah, nothing to say more than that. Jesus. This is the most depressing parent corner of all time. I'm sorry. I know it was 40 minutes, but it's, it's, it's relevant relative to what we, we say irrelevant. Yeah. Well, the other thing is that like, I have to go to every game. I don't care where the road games are. I have to kind of make everyone because this is, um, now, now I have that on my mind too, you know, man, I don't even think sorry, sorry to bum you out, but this is, this is reality <laughs> being a parent. Thank God for Ben Simmons. Cause <laughs> Because just when you thought Parent Corner was going to get depressing with Ben Simmons. So I can get on his Instagram account and read his DMs and stuff because I pay for his phone. And that's part of, you know, that's part of the deal. What I didn't realize, I hadn't checked in a while, is he has this new habit now of DMing celebrities on Instagram. And hoping they uh, email him back. So was he emailed... uh, after we went to the It 2 screening, he DM'd Bill Hader and was like, what's up, dude? He was like, uh, sent him a photo. And he was like, I was at the premiere for it. I don't know if he thinks Bill Hader's going <laughs> to sift through his DMs and maybe hit him back. But mm-hmm. it's been a lot of that. It's been, There's might have been some women that he's attracted to who's been like, hey, what's <laughs> up? I think you're great. But my favorite, he, he texted this rapper named 916 Frosty who's actually fantastic. He's he's hasn't blown up yet but has a couple really good songs. But as you know, my my son and his uh and his buddy Lucci, they have their their rap their rap band. We we played we played that song at the start of the podcast today. Right. Tic Tac and Melatonin. So he he DMs 916 Frosty on July 23rd and says, "Dude, you're a god." But it's Y O U R. Doesn't even have the print. No response from 916 Frosty. No. Then on August 12th, he frosted him out. DMs him again and says, "I'm melatonin. I'm a rapper. I work with Tic Tac. You a god?" <laughs> and then adds Tic Tac for reals. His 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 rap partner adds him just in case maybe he knows Tic Tac for reals. Yeah. That had to get his attention now. So poor 916 Frosty's going through his DMs and gets, I'm melatonin. I'm a rapper. I work with Tic Tac. You guys. Oh, I didn't realize you work with Tic Tac. Uh, Then text him. You're my hero. Still no response. Eight days later, you're the best. Y O U R the best. So, uh, <laughs> so well, to be fair, I don't think 916 Frosty is disregarding the, the direct message because he got his your and yours wrong. I mean, he probably, you don't think, you don't think it was, uh, uh, I think it's important. Um, he also emailed an actress named McKenna. He just emailed a clapping emoji. Um, <laughs> he's just going through it's, it's Nick Kroll. He really likes he told Nick Kroll. Hey, Nick, big fan. <laughs> No response from Nick. So <laughs> my son's uh, celebrity Instagram DM game has been a little off so far. 
but it's so. going to sound obnoxious to start off because it was one day. It was like a Tuesday, and we had the cleaning lady. Only comes once a week. I don't want to sound too too crazy, too presumptuous. Uh, and the window washers who never ever come, but we weren't able to see outside. Our our windows were so filthy. We finally broke down and got uh, window washers to come to the house. So, the cleaning lady and the window washers are there the same day. That's Tuesday. Wednesday, we get a text from um, the cleaning lady. Tough to read, little language barrier, but she says, uh, the oldest boy, I put his money in the black suit in his closet um, so that the window washers couldn't get to it. I was like, oh, wow, that's nice. First of all, I don't know why my son has money in the first place, but you know, <laughs> she took the money and put it away because she thought, Someone was going to, some of the uh, strangers were going to take it. So and my son, I was like, what happened? He's like, oh yeah. I, had, I wondered about that. I had like $110 out on my um, end table and it was gone. I was like, well, why didn't you say anything? He's like, I thought the housekeeper took it and I didn't want to rat her out. Huh. What a good kid. Wow. Right? Yeah. Pretty good. Wait a second. Why did he have $110? Well, that's the other thing. Now I'm going to find out he's like selling meth in the in the, in the courtyard or something. He's not such a good kid. But no, I think he got it from like babysitting and stuff. It doesn't matter. He lost his effing phone in the uh, camping. So he's going to have to pay, use that to pay that anyway. But um, anyway, the sentiment is nice. He didn't rat out the cleaning lady. Or maybe the sentiment isn't nice. Maybe you could have had like this terrible thief in your house and he just would have sat passively and watched it happen. Oh, interesting. Am I looking at this the wrong way? <laughs> Shit. I see. I don't know how to evaluate anything anymore. This is why I'm a bad parent. <laughs> this is in my parent corner, but I, I turned 50 last week. Oh yeah. And, um, I had talked about how my kids, you know, aren't really like, they don't make cards. They don't do stuff like that. And how mad mm -hmm. I was when my daughter had her one month anniversary with the boyfriend and went to downtown and got her nine gifts and cards. Right. And so needless to say, I turned 50, um, no card from either of my children. Oh no, no card. Did I get a gift from either of them? No, oh. no. You know what I did get though? That apparently was more meaningful. Um, Instagram posts from each of them on their Instagram stories including one from my daughter where she wrote like a really nice long note on Instagram that she claimed she worked forever on and it was more important than a card. Wow. And then my son actually wrote, did a very nice short thing for him because he's the least sentimental kid who ever lived. Um, <laughs> did also did a nice little thing with a picture of us and they both seem pretty convinced that that's a bigger deal than giving somebody a card because their friends can see it. You know, it's it's the Instagram currency matters more than just handing somebody a Hallmark card. I don't know yeah. how I feel about this. So we're going to have to go to nephew Kyle for his reaction. Kyle, what matters more to kids under 15? Well, to the kids. We're talking about kids. Yeah, so the yeah. kids, they, they, they kind of the do kids get something out of it, though. They probably took a good picture of them or like a cute one where people are going to DM. Right. Like, oh, my God, you look so cute in that picture when you were four. Is that what you know? Right. So. It ties into the the narcissistic era we live in now, where now we're raising a generation of kids who can't even give a card because they would rather actually be in the be in the quote unquote card themselves. They would they also want to win with the card. 
Yeah, there's no, they're not going to get any likes out of filling out a card for you. No, right? they get you're one gonna like read it twice, and then you're going to you're going to throw it out. Right? It's a one liker for them. They're not going to do that. So yeah. Friday night, my daughter's boyfriend comes over, brings me a card. Oh, oh no! <laughs> Wrote me a really nice card with a note. I'm like, I didn't get a card from either kid, and my freaking daughter's cool boyfriend Colin got me a card. Now I like the kid even more. Now wow. I'm going to be devastated when they break up. Wow. Yeah. You have to make sure they don't break up. No, yeah. oh, that's big. Well, you know what? You should tell your kids from now on, take a picture, take a video of the card and then put that on Instagram. Get, but I still want a freaking card. Get some likes out of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think everyone wins in that scenario. Well, that's not even my parent corner. Oh. Got home today and there were these packages at the front door said Ben Simmons in them. Hmm. Immediately, my reaction, as you can guess, is, oh, no. It's two different packages. One of them contained two things. Vampire blood, which looked like an oil thing. And then the other thing was Hollywood quality FX latex wound. So you could put these things on it. It makes it look like you've had latex wound. Right. So I'm like, all right, that's really weird. What's in the other box? It was a fake axe. A so fake I'm, axe? Yeah, an axe. An axe. Like Jack so Nicholson in The Shining. a fake knife a few weeks ago, right? So now he has a fake knife, a retractable fake knife. Now he has a fake axe, and he has vampire blood and latex wounds. So naturally, I had to ask him, like, are you a serial killer? And he said, no, no, I'm getting ready for Halloween. <laughs> And that was his answer to that. It is a little more disturbing if it's February and these things are coming to the door. I understand. Yeah, I, th I think you may. It's all. It's all some. So my uh, my dad, who they call Papa Doc, because he's mm -hmm. Doctor Bill, they call him Papa Doc. When he comes, Ben always ropes him into buying him stuff on Amazon. He calls him Papazon. Uh -huh. So he's like, "Let's <laughs> go to Pop. Can we go to Papazon.com?" And then my dad, because. Kids figure out pretty quickly, like the the grandparents, especially when they mm -hmm. don't live in the same place, they're just the easiest marks there are, right? Like, right. They're just so desperate to win over affection over the course oh, of yeah. two. They're cramming three days of, you know, friendship and affection, whatever else that ha now has to last for the next three months until yeah. they see the grandkids again. So they're basically the easiest mark on the planet. My son realized that pretty quickly, and uh, now gave him the nickname Papazon. So now my, my, my dad now gets something out of it. He's like, yeah, oh, it's Papa's on time. It's like a whole thing. Like he's enjoying it. Meanwhile, he's getting his credit card just, you know, filleted. Oh, so there you go. The That's my parent corner. Oh, I see. That's great. Yeah. There oh, you go. Well, I could have at least picked up a card for you. Please. As long as you're shopping, right? Uh, again, it's only one like. Cards are yeah. a one like gift. <laughs> Need a Papa's lot more. Papa's on Prime. I love it. Well, I actually have two quick things. But uh, one quick thing was... Uh, went camping with a bunch of families, fancy camping. Uh, and uh, one of the, I don't want to name drop, but Johnny Knoxville was there. And my wife tells me, I asked where my son was, my five-year-old. And she's like, oh, Knoxville teaching him how to ride a bike. I said, is that a good idea? I, <laughs> Knoxville teaching him how to <laughs> ride a bike? The guy from Jackass? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Should uh, Child Protective Services just come right here, right now? Uh, don't say that too loud, but... He has seven of his teeth left, so that's that's fine. But um, <laughs> not much of a story there. But I'll say this. Earlier in the week, we went to SmackDown, 
Yeah. A lot of fun. I'm sure we'll talk about it in a minute, but uh, that was on Friday. On Monday Night Raw, I'm sitting my five-year-old down. We watch, and Rey Mysterio's in the ring, and Brock Lesnar's throwing him around. They keep cutting to Rey Mysterio's son, who's in like the second row. And I said, you know, I said to my son, I'm like, Harrison, we're probably Friday going to sit in a, a seat like that pretty close. That'll be good, right? And he's like, yeah, he's excited. Brock Lesnar then decides after he's done throwing Rey Mysterio around like a rag doll, comes out of the ring, reaches into the crowd, grabs Rey Mysterio's son, and beats the living piss out of him for like <laughs> 10 minutes. And now my son Harrison is beside himself. He's like in tears. He's biting his like knuckles. Like I was like, don't worry. We'll, we'll sit further back. That's going to be fine. So um, I think I've scarred him for life. That's my story. But then we went and we had a good time, right? Yeah, I was going to, part of mine was going to be how we sat next to each other and it was your son. He was losing his wrestling virginity or his yeah. live wrestling show virginity. Mm-hmm. And it was, and I was with my son who is now six years older than him, who's yeah. a veteran of the process at this point. And it was really fun reliving that first show through your son. Cause for 25 minutes, they're just catatonic. Yeah. Right. They basically look like the cart has to come out and carry it and take them off the field. <laughs> just deer in the headlights. Can't believe it. Can't process anything. Just glazed over. And then about at the half hour mark, they start to liven up and then about an hour and a half in really start to get into it. But it was, it was funny to hit those checkpoints again. Yeah. And it's like, it's everything you do at home and everything you, you can't do in school, you get in trouble for, and they're they're allowing it right in front of our eyes. Guys are beating the hell out of each other in costumes and uh, daddy and mommy and daddy's friend and his son are, are uh, enjoying it too. So they're like, all right, this must be, this is interesting. Like I forgot about that dynamic of it, but so, I, the parent corner I really want to tell was going to get sushi with my son last night after he watched season three of Big Mouth, but I'm not going to tell it. that because I don't, don't do it. I don't want Carmax to get upset, but it's, it's probably the best one. Um, yeah. Unfortunately. Trust me, it's the best one. You ran it by me over text. And yeah. It's, uh, unfortunately, my, unfortunately, my son is now working so hot. We can't even put the stories in the podcast anymore. <laughs> so. Uh, I should say he he watched season three of Big Mouth. It came out on Friday night. He got up at four thirty in the morning the next morning to keep watching it, and wow. finished it uh, pretty early on Saturday. Um, <laughs> unclear if he can read, but he finished Big Mouth. This is three. after SmackDown. Yeah, this is after. This came <laughs> out that night. night. He watched two that night and then got up early and banged out the rest. He just oh. loves that show so much. So my daughter. Every Friday, she has a date with her her boyfriend, who she's had mm-hmm. for almost two months now. I've talked about him before. He's a really nice kid. So I'm watching Friday night. I'm watching the Dodger game. My wife's away. And it's probably seven, eighth inning. And they're upstairs watching a movie. And then they come down to watch the game. But I could tell she's like pissed off about it. And... He sits down. It's like, what's the score? And he just like really wanted to watch the Dodger. He's a huge Dodger fan. Really want to watch Dodger game. Also like wanted to hang out and watch a game. And my daughter is doing the whole, not really excited about this. She was having much more fun, you know, in their room watching a movie that she was choosing. And finally she like leaves and goes to play the piano and ditches him for like 20 minutes. Then comes back and she's still got a little bit of an attitude. Then goes upstairs for a little bit. And we kind of had a moment where I was like, yeah, man, women are difficult. <laughs> Did this whole thing. I'm like, he's not my friend, even though it's my daughter. 
And uh, and we just kind of had a moment. We had like a bonding moment for nice. like a half hour watching the Dodger game, kind of complaining about his girlfriend who happened <laughs> to be my daughter. So then the next day we're driving to a soccer game and I'm like, hey, you, you know, you got to take one for the team every once in a while. I, I hate mm-hmm. to give you advice. I've had a lot of failed relationships over the years, but right. you know, he he's he's a good kid. He's doing just about everything you want to do. You want to watch the Dodger game for a half hour. You got to take one for the team. So now she's frantic. She's she's sending him messages. The game's about like 20 minutes away from warmups and she's oh, worried no. like she made him upset and she didn't realize and they, they're sorting this out. And I'm like, I'm like, so finally I'm like, oh man, I shouldn't have told you. And she's like, you're right, you shouldn't have. So now she's <laughs> mad at me and the soccer game's going. So I I don't know how I got in this, so <laughs> I, I, don't know, I don't know how this plays out. You love it. You had to be, I'm going to tell everybody something. Like, so we had a, ch- at, at the end of SmackDown, I was like, all right, so let's go backstage. We could maybe, uh, there's, there's an area where you wait for your car and it's with the wrestlers if you're on the VIP list. Yeah. And, you know, so I was like, let's do that. That's always fun. You're waiting, you know, you're, you're side by side with Triple H. He's waiting for his, you know, his yeah. car to pick him up and you're waiting for your, um, your Mazda 360. But, uh, and you're like, nah, I got to go home. I don't know. I don't know who's supervising my daughter and her boyfriend. I was like, wow, you <laughs> wanted to get out of there. Yeah. Cause it was my mom who's, you know, downstairs watching Bill Maher and I, I having like her seventh glass of Chardonnay. God knows what's going on. <laughs> So right. I was like, I, there's no way my mom is like, you know, going up every 20 minutes to make sure the doors open, all that yeah. stuff. God, Parent Corner is really getting dark. It really it's is. really yeah. tough. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle's bummed out. Yeah. Kyle, we need Kyle's these kids to go off to college already. Jesus. Parent Corner. Um, this is why Kyle doesn't come over anymore. <laughs> I think you're like me in that like professional wrestling. We loved it. Now we've come back around to love it again. But when we were growing up, we loved it when it was Piper, when it was Hogan, when it was Snuka a little before, maybe Bob Backlund, then Ricky Steamboat a little bit. And then everybody started to love it. Speaking of groundswell. And I backed off a little. That that bummed me out a little bit, right? The, the, were you the same way? Yeah. Like like a band when they record in a garage and you're hearing them and then they, they, they're on top 40 radio and you're like, eh, that's enough. Yeah. So that's what happened with the wrestling. Well, so that's kind of what it's happened with my son, my middle son. Uh, my older son loved wrestling, went at it hard for a few years. Then my middle son, Jack, loved it, went at it hard, still going, tailing off a little bit, but liking it. And then the youngest son really is into it now. Just over the last few months, he got an Undertaker costume for Halloween. It doesn't fit at all. We're like constantly cutting things down to the right size, <laughs> the wig and the shoes and, and the hat and everything else. And now the middle son, who does not like my younger son at all, is now done with wrestling. He's like, screw it. I, I don't want to even compete. And wrestling's dumb because uh, my little brother likes it. Okay. The problem is we have, and I think you have, you you might be the only one who has more of these, these wrestling figures. Yeah. I think we have like 200. You might have like uh, like 1,200. I don't know. But, um, you know, and th- there's no shortage of rings. There's ladders. There's all kinds of things. And so you could have matches. I used to use Star Wars figures when I was a kid, but they, they now have a wrestler for everyone. Now we have like 200 of these. Um, my little one's playing with them. The middle one's like, no, no, no. Those are mine. These are off limits. Uh-huh. And so the little one comes crying into my bed. I'm trying to watch the London game. It's 630 in the morning, for God's sakes. Give me give me some room. And he comes crying, says his youngest, his uh, older brother says they're off limits. 
And I was like, no, that's ridiculous. Those aren't even his. Those are his brothers. They're, they're not even his. And my wife is like, you know what? Just buy new ones. It's like, I'm not going to buy new ones. There's 200 of these. They're, right. they're, what are they, how much do they cost? They're between between 15 and $50, right? I'm not doing it. I'm getting pressured into buying the new ones. I'm not buying them. I'm not looking for anyone to send them to me. I just need, I just need some advice. I'm crazy not to buy new ones, right? You don't need 500 of these things laying around. First of all, I was at a wrestling event with your son nine days ago, the middle one, and he, yeah. br he brought a giant championship belt and right. was holding it over his head and screaming for two hours. So now he's out of wrestling? Well, he's it's out kind of, of it because he doesn't want to make the little one look cool. So if the little one likes something, he wants it to be deemed babyish, right? So he's got to kind of walk away from it. I know he's at a weird spot here. He really so, is. So he sounds a little hypocritical. Sure. That's Second, fair. I thought the best thing about having a third son was you just got to take all the shit you bought for the other two and just give it to the third kid. That it's would like seem a like it should, be, it should be a perk for me. Yeah. yeah, it's like a it's almost like half half the cost of a real son because you they just have the old shit from the other sons. Yes. All right. So now I need your wife to call my wife or text her and say you're you're acting foolish here. Keep the wrestlers. Don't buy any more. That's all. It sounds like this is a nice place for Jack, your middle son, to prove and show that he can be a bigger man. Really? He doesn't have that in him. You can't Jedi mind trick and be like, Jack, you could you could be the bigger man here. Give him your your figures. No, no, he's not it's a big he's win not ready for to you. have that conversation. No. What if he want he wants to quit himself and not let anyone have his figures? What if you bought the figures from Jack and then replaced that <laughs> asset with another asset? Then you're not buying more figures. Well, that would have been a nice plan if I didn't have the Cowboys on a teaser and then the Chargers on the teaser and uh, whoever else on the teaser. How are we so bad at gambling every Georgia, year? Georgia yesterday, Saturday. Yeah. My uh, uh, my parent corner, you know, my son was on my podcast the other day because Nick Kroll was here. I loved it. And uh, so it was the first time I'd really ever seen him nervous, which was just shocking. Mm -hmm. Um, the good news is I think we filmed that on a Wednesday. He recovered in time. It was Yom Kippur. <laughs> Went to um friend's house that night, who has one of our friends, me, me and my wife's, who also has two daughters who the younger daughter and Ben are in the same class. Mm. And a bunch of her friends were there. They're just a bunch of girls. So Ben was in his glory because he just had all of these sixth grade girls that he could like <laughs> do his thing with. So my wife decides she wants to leave and Ben is like, I'm staying. So he stays, somebody else can give him a ride home. So he's staying now and there's two reasons he wants to stay. One is it's, it's uh he's got all these sixth grade girls. Mm -hmm. The other one is the Dodger game is on the Clinton, the Clinton Kershaw oh. disaster. Ben decides to troll all the Dodger fans in the living room. <laughs> and is telling people that Kershaw is going to choke oh, no. doing this whole thing. And then he did. And he was like, see, I told you he's trash. He's doing like the cocky 11 year old, barely know anything about sports thing. Right. And is actually like pouring gasoline into the fire with these poor Dodger fans who were just, you know, enjoying the game after Yom Kippur. And then all hell is broken loose. <laughs> um, I know nothing about this. I went to a party last night that had multiple dads who were at the thing. And all of them separately separately brought it up to me. How my son, it was like, you should have seen your son trolling everyone at this Yom Kippur thing about oh, the no. Dodgers. So now I have to talk with him about uh, about um, 
how that's not cool to troll people as they're going through just one of the most horrible sports experiences of their yeah, life. Yeah, but and as a Red Sox fan and a Patriots fan, how are you going to do it? You should pay someone else to yeah, do it. I you should, can't do that. It's a good point. I just, yeah. I might have to get uh, like a it Rams pay, fan. Pay or Nick Kroll to do it or something. Talk to him about it. But um, <laughs> but yeah, oh, he's he's doing the he was doing the cackling thing. Oh no! It's like oh my god, Kershaw does this all the time. It's just. <laughs> Pouring gasoline <laughs> sounded horrible. I was mortified. Uh, so anyway, that's uh, that's the parent corner for this week. Let's take a break from this very special parent corner episode to remind you that CarMax is simply the better way to buy a great used car. The folks at CarMax make your shopping, test driving, and car buying experience easy, the way it should be. In fact, they make it so easy that my nephew Kyle he did it. He started his search at CarMax.com. He filtered through over 50,000 CarMax vehicles nationwide. Then the search filters helped him narrow down to a CarMax certified Ford Mustang within his budget. Did not tell him what to name the car. He came up with that himself. Maxine. Why Maxine, Kyle? Because I, I just wanted to give a little nod to CarMax. Okay. Oh, that's, that's a good point. I didn't even think did. of that. Maxine. God, I'm dumb. CarMax walked Kyle through all the tricky stuff, the pros and cons, financing options, credit applications, down payments, everything else. Of course, no haggling, no pressure to buy ever. From the cup holders to vents, CarMax knows that the little things become a big deal when you're looking for a car. So you always get a seven-day money-back guarantee to make sure all those little things are right for you. You it's you so just right. kept the car. It's so right. You notice I can't stop parking it on the street. Yeah, because you I like showing it see. off. I want people to know. Yeah, he doesn't park in our garage. He parks on the street. Full disclosure, he kept the Mustang. He also got Max Care for extra coverage. He loved that option as well. He loves Maxine. Stop by your local CarMax for details and discover how easy buying a car at CarMax can really be. Back to Parent Corner 2019. All right, so I have three boys. I have a... a 15, 14, 11, right? 14, our oldest is 14, 11, and five. And the 11 year old, quirky kid, um, he's going to run for spirit commissioner, which is crazy because he wants nothing to do with school at all. Not a damn thing. And all of a sudden he comes home and he says, I want to be spirit commissioner, which involves like writing a speech, making posters, campaigning, and all this other stuff. And he's going against another um, fifth grader and uh, this kid, Miles. So I have a lot of suggestions for posters, which really are all about a smear campaign against Miles. And the kids are laughing, <laughs> but my wife is uh, furious at all the suggestions <laughs> I'm making. But uh, everybody's laughing, um, except for my youngest son, because my youngest son, they partner kindergartners. With fifth graders, like, you know how you have like a fifth grade buddy if you're in kindergarten? Yeah. So like the oldest kids in the school, like teach, taught you. Well, it, it should have been my son and my other son, kindergarten, fifth grade, but they don't get along. So my fifth grade son passed. He's like, no, let someone else take Harrison. I don't want to take him. So guess who picks him up? Miles picks up Harrison and Harrison loves Miles and is rooting for Miles against my son <laughs> in the race against Spirit Commission. And which... Got so bad that the my fifth grader and Harrison are like nose to nose yelling at each other about it. It was like the Civil War when when brothers fought each other. Yeah, and I'm like both laughing and trying to pull them apart, and uh, it, it's just going to be bad. It's just going to be a bad, bad next few weeks. It's amazing the the feud between the two brothers. We really haven't seen anything like this since Michael and Fredo. It, it feels like it's got <laughs> that level worse. of intensity. 
right? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not I, taking either of them to a toll booth anytime soon. Like when when you or Melissa at your funeral, one of them is going to be like, "I'm not, I'm not going until I'm sure I'm positive he's out. The other <laughs> one's out. I don't want my brother there." <laughs> Um, there is a lot of su- uh, succession uh, elements to it. <laughs> uh, my parent corner, I've talked about this before, but my my daughter and her boyfriend, they have a date every, usually Friday night. This time it was Saturday night. And they hang out, they watch mm-hmm. movies, and it's really adorable. They really like each other. But, um, mm-hmm. but this time around, his mom came to come pick her up at, pick him up at uh, like 11, 15 or something like that. And the mom shows up, we're talking to her like, Hey, Zoe, come on down. And uh, nothing. Two minutes pass. Hey, come on guys. Let's go. Nothing. Hey, what are Uh you guys doing up there? Hear some movement. Don't worry. This story is not going to get gross. Um, Okay. They come down. They're both like, look like they've been asleep for like an hour. Um, they fell asleep watching a movie and, uh, and they explained it as he had had a baseball game early. He was tired. She'd played a soccer game. She was tired. It was like, wow, you guys literally are a married couple. Now you're falling asleep when you're watching TV (laughs) at 10 o'clock at night. You've skipped all the stages of a relationship. You've already gotten to the end. The worst part, the the 10 o'clock fall asleep. Oh yeah. All right. Oh, what happened? Oh, I, I don't know. Um, I was just, I was surprised. Yeah, I, th- I thought you, I thought you said it wasn't going to get gross. They're a married couple. I don't want to hear that. I was like, this is really incredible. It's been 10 weeks, but it's uh, really been 15 years. So yeah, that's yeah, good. Right. So they're, they're getting divorced soon. I think is how this is going to play out. Uh, I was gone all week. I was in Brooklyn. Um, my wife came with me for the first time. She came uh, like Wednesday through Saturday or Tuesday through Saturday. Yeah, you know, she's never been there. Like for the, it's a fun experience. She knows everyone on the show. She also doesn't trust me on the road, but that's another story. Uh, but she got her, <laughs> uh, she got her father and his wife, her stepmother, to fly out and um, to watch our kids. And they're like quiet people. They're from the Midwest. They settled in Florida. They take uh, Zumba class. They go on walks, and that's it. They really don't do a lot, but they're responsible and they're going to watch our kids. And I don't think they know what they got into. Oh, no. Um, yeah. Because, you know, I mean, you have a 14 year old who not great about letting anyone know what she's doing or in yeah. my case, what my son is doing. Um, my wife has a tracker on her phone, so it's not as, as bad. She could figure it out. But they don't they don't see him. They get nervous. There's that thing. Um, the other one won't the, the middle child won't eat. He won't eat anything except he'll ravage the uh, he'll ravage the uh, the pantry, and they go crazy for that. And he invites the neighbor kid over to also go through the pantry, and so they were flipping out about that. They're like, it, it's just it's just off. Everything's off center. And then the little one, this little bastard, keeps asking my father in law why he's not still married to his grandmother, Grandma <laughs> Pete. Yeah, all throughout the weekend. Apparently didn't end all all throughout the week. And so uh, I, that's really it. There's not not it. We called to check in. They're in the car. They're nice. They're shuttling the kids to practices, soccer practices and football practices. And they're all in the car. Uh, Stepmother, father-in-law and uh, the three kids. And I'm like, Hey guys, how's it going? And the middle kid goes, you have to come home right now. 
you have to come home enough of this with grandma and they're right there he's like you need to come home right now we can't have them i was like what are you doing so that's it so if anyone wants to watch uh three monsters um next year if we go to brooklyn uh please submit a resume it's not gonna take much you just really know have to know how to drive it's it it sounds like there should be a parent version of carmax where it's people who can watch your kids for a week like oh yeah parent max that could work what'd you call it it? i don't know get parents for a week max guest parent max the the fact that you did this to your wife's uh parents was really kind of cruel yeah it is to welcome somebody else into your insane world with that you know the two parents with the kids together all the time you don't realize how weird some of the stuff is until somebody else is in charge for a couple yeah. days and uh and they realize you like your middle son and younger son are feuding like for real yeah stuff for like sure. that yeah yeah that was bad all week too they did not handle that yeah i don't know i mentioned oh, that- my little died playing off last week my son lost that election oh he, he was bummed out and the little one was happy and so they had to deal with that too. oh my god yeah um well, playing off that, what welcoming people into your world. So we had a whole bunch of people here today because we were doing this State Farm shoot for post game after the Pats and mm-hmm. right after the Packers Chiefs. So we had probably like ten to twelve ringer people here setting up in the back because we we're filming stuff. And uh, and I was like, I really hope my son doesn't look at this as an opportunity just to be just to, just to basically have an audience. <laughs> And, uh, and he and, didn't, right? No, of course he did. And <laughs> um, he got this new football that half of it is is square. So you, you throw it like a spiral and then know you, it, you know, and it bounces off the wall and bounces yeah. back to you. I would have mm-hmm. played with this for, I don't know, a thousand hours when I was a yeah. kid. How about you? Yeah, for sure. I would never stop. So he has that. And it came in the mail today for some reason. So he really wants to play. But in the backyard, you know, we have all these people and there's cameras and there's barbecue and all this stuff. Didn't stop him. He's still whipping the ball off things and going around and just doing his thing. Smashing the propane lamps. Yeah, smashing the propane lamps, all that stuff. (laughs) It's like, all right, I I knew this was going to happen. He's walking through. He's coming in. He's coming out. Around, I would say, six o'clock. Now he's just in a t-shirt and his underwear. And uh, wait, how would you describe his underwear, Kyle? I think they're SpongeBob underwear. SpongeBob, SpongeBob underwear, not like tidy whities like a little longer. We have small briefs. You know, we have men, we have women here. It mm-hmm. doesn't stop him. So he's walking around. He's playing football. He's on the trampoline, and uh, and just like just Ben, put some pants on. No, no pants at all. So the good news is he left his phone in the, in the guest house, uh, which I was able to crack the code and I went and I looked through all his texts with his girlfriend, which I hadn't done in a while. That's great. And it's who he calls Boo. And it's not just Boo, it's Boo in the address book, but there's a heart and smiley faces and all this stuff. So I, I, there was one text about she was talking about applying to schools and she was really nervous about getting in all this stuff. And Ben, Ben texts her back. You are the though. I don't, not English. And then I really screwed because I'm not even sure I'll get into any other schools when I leave Willows three hearts. I was like, you might be really screwed because you can't spell. 
and you're turning 12 in a week? Uh, so anyway, <laughs> Kyle and I, we looked through the text and we we're just a lot of heart emojis and we we're really laughing. So innocent love, it's the best. Uh, does Ben, let me ask you, does Ben know, does Ben know the stories you tell, the parent corner stories? It's unclear. Yeah. Because <laughs> I worry about this. Like, yeah. Is Carmack's going to pay for a coffin like when our kids <laughs> rebel and, and murder us? <laughs> I, I just feel like he'll get his revenge later. He'll I mean, you could say I really screwed. Yeah, that sure. Just yeah. Ben. I, I also really screwed. Yeah. Four hearts. Why not? <laughs> Four hearts. <laughs> Got to talk to Boo later. I'm just glad they're back together. Yeah. They good. really are an adorable couple. I ben and say. Boo. Yeah, Ben and Boo. I hope they make it. Uh, so this week for Thursday Night Football... I uh, Thursday fell the Halloween fell on Thursday, which Thursday night football. I went Wednesday at the Grove dressed as Michael Strahan's teeth, and so we had this big <laughs> prop, a big gap in his in the front teeth, and I ran around and I terrified people at the Grove, um, and as Michael Strahan's teeth, and say saying stupid things like "I have ten jobs" and uh, and you know, uh, <laughs> back to you, Aaron Andrew. I don't know. I was just yelling stupid things, and people didn't know what the hell was going on. And uh, then we throw it back to to Michael Strahan, and he's going to get mad. It's something my cousin Jimmy taught me. Just get everyone in studio furious at you, and good things happen. So we do this, and at the end of the thing, I have to give a pick. So um, I take the mask off, and I go to my kids, my 11-year-old and my 5-year-old, and one of them's dressed as a 49 or a prospector, and the other's dressed as an angry bird. And I'm going to say, so I say, final score um, 49ers 27 and I pour 27 candy corns into his pumpkin, his plastic pumpkin. And then for the five-year-old, I'm just like, and Sarah and Arizona three plop, plop, plop. And then he kicks me and then he yells back to you, Michael. So that's the angry bird kicks me. And that, that's that. So now we're all home Thursday and we're going to watch it. I was like, all right, guys, it's coming on. Here we go. It's on TV. We're going to watch it in like 30 seconds. They reluctantly put their iPads down. They're on. T it should be a bigger deal when three-fifths of the family is on TV, right? <laughs> you for a, would for think. A, a prime time thing. Okay. It wasn't at my house. And even my wife was like, all right, let's, if they want to watch it, otherwise they can watch it later. I'm like, no, let's watch it now. It's on now. So let's watch it now. Stop being so jaded. So they put it down. They watch. They know how it's going to end with me giving the 11-year-old uh, 27 and the five-year-old three. And at the point where I poured into the 11-year-old's bucket, 27, he turns to the kid, the five-year-old, and says, aha. And now the five-year-old jumps at his throat, and the 11-year-old's got his fingers in the five-year-old's eye. I don't even, I can't even see the end of the bit. Like, I, I couldn't even hear what Strahan said in response to the bit because they're screaming at each other and fighting. And to make things matter, matters worse, my friend Harry is there. He's 300 pounds. He's trying to get in between them. They're falling on him. They're falling all over the couch. So I don't know what the moral of the story is, but I, I just don't put your kids in bits or don't talk to your kids. I think that's the moral of the story. The moral of the story is the blood feud in your house between your two sons. It's unbelievable. Hey, this is a recurring theme of Paracorder. This is a nice thing. They're on television. How often does this happen to their friends? I don't think a lot. They couldn't even watch for 40 seconds. I remember Bret Hart and Owen Hart had a whole thing where they turned on each other for like That's right. six months. Yeah. Oh, and then my Bret and Owen were intensely watching the game. It was the most intense they've watched a football game all year to make sure their team won. And of course, 49ers did. Jesus. Dopes. Um, my parent corner... 
it's, it's, you know, my son went as Jack Nicholson from The Shining for Halloween. <laughs> no, I did not know that. Okay. He made my wife take him to a store where he could buy like a kind of the overcoat that looked like Jack Nicholson's overcoat. Mm-hmm. He did his hair like Jack Nicholson. He bought an axe, which I mentioned on a previous parent corner that he had bought mm-hmm. on Amazon, an axe with a foam handle, which he was running around plunging into people's chests and they were <laughs> legitimately terrified. Did they you watch this movie with him? It was it this year. Oh, we've watched it. We, he was watching it when he was like five. I'm not okay, a good, not a great father. No. Um, yeah. So he went as Jack Nicholson for Halloween. He had the limp, the whole thing. And that leads into his birthday, which is next day. So we had 13 kids over. Oh, I left out of the part of Halloween. We ran out of Halloween candy because we had so many people in my neighborhood. Really? That it was, I think the first year we, and my wife always buys like an insane amount of candy and we actually ran out. We bought my son's Halloween candy from him. <laughs> he, he had him and his friend, Ben Williams, um, they had this big garbage cause they had been going around for five hours and we negotiated <laughs> and we actually bought all their candy and they were all fired up about it. So what's that, the going rate? If I may ask, eight, for can- I think it was $80. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they split that. So that was, <laughs> that great. is the worst. So then, <laughs> so then the next, I mean, it was really a good deal for both sides. It would have caught, we'd gone to CVS. That would have been a huge pain in the ass. We'd I know, but a- did you then charge him for his costume that you made your wife go out and get? I should have. I didn't think of that. I wish you yeah. had been here. So then Friday is his birthday because he was born on November 1st, day after mm-hmm. Halloween. And we had 13 kids here. And my wife, did you know you could rent like these big kind of blow up big screens that are attached to an Apple? It's basically like your own drive-in theater. Oh, right. Yes. I have seen those. Yep. So sets up the backyard and Good Boys is out on Amazon. My son's favorite movie of all Mm -hmm. time. He's seen it like 11 times and he got all of his other friends. They're all watching. It's completely inappropriate. I can't defend it. So she sets it up for some reason, can't control the volume. So it's blaring. When I say blaring, like it, it's blaring. You could hear it on the, like parents who are parking on our street way <laughs> far in the front, hear it. And this is a movie where it starts out where they're talking about like, Hey, hand job, jerk off. And, and it's just blaring through our neighborhood for two solid hours. As my wife is like, I can't figure this out. Damn it. And doing her whole thing with the volume. And uh, and we just blasted good boys to our entire neighborhood. Oh, that's great! And uh, it was it it wasn't great. At one point, Ben is like, you know what? I can turn the volume lower, but it's going to cost you seven hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> he probably. Did. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, you know what? I don't have anything great for this week, but I did post a video. Uh, this happened last Sunday, but I I didn't even know the video existed. My mother shot it of my son running all the way down the field and slide tackling and taking uh taking a kid out and it was as red as a red card can go i mean he ran the length of the field and took him out right before he shot on goal and it it has like five hundred thousand. i called him a dick on twitter maybe i shouldn't have done that but it has like a half a million views on on twitter and i was getting a lot of feedback mostly negative but from you you gave me some pie you one of the few that gave me positive like that's good those are good instincts that's a terrible kid, but those are good instincts, right? No, I like that he has a nasty side because I think with boys soccer, you have to have that side or you're not going to make it. 
So with boys said not ne- not as necessary in girls, but boys. And the boy, yeah, because the boys are nasty. We watch mm-hmm. some when my daughter has the games, and there'll be a little boys game on a field next door, and we watch them. And those kids are like trying to kill each other. Really? Yeah, it's interesting. It's, and because this is now, so this is week eight or nine. They haven't not only haven't they won since week one, they haven't scored a goal as a team since week one. So it's all about this is what it is. It's all about and these are five year olds running after and just taking guys out because they know they can't score. A lot of fun. Well, I I have a good parent corner that will that will uh, take the one you had and, and push it up a level because it involves my kid playing sports. My son Ben, <laughs> football playoffs. First game is against a team that they had beaten the week before by like three touchdowns. My son is in sixth grade, but he's playing the seventh grade team. Nice. With four of his friends and then some seventh graders. And it's, they weren't going to win the whole league, but they had a chance to make the finals potentially. They're up 22 to nothing in the first half. And it seems like it's, and I'm not there. Thank God. Cause I, I honestly would have lost my mind and I no, don't know no. what would happen. Um, on the sidelines, it's decided that they're going to ease up a little bit. So it's not a blowout because this is, you know, this is a classic thing that happens out here in LA. It's a little mm-hmm. softer out here. Let's be honest. Like yeah, it's mm-hmm. a tiny bit softer. They want to run up the score. My whole feeling is it's a playoff game. You can't fuck around. Three scores is not a big enough lead when you're talking about 12 year olds. <laughs> um, my, my son five days earlier was dressed like Jack Nicholson from The Shining, limping around with a fake axe. I mean, it's like <laughs> these are not brain surgeons. So we ease up, and the other team co- starts coming back. And because we had a younger team, it just kind of falls apart. So yeah. all of a sudden, it is. Uh, I think I think we're up twenty four twenty two, and we have the ball, and. The other sideline's going crazy. We have a chance to put the game away. We got screwed by a couple calls. And at some point, um, there's some call or some flag or some flag guarding penalty or something. And one of the kids on our team goes, that's fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. I'll get you take one guess who, who got the 10 yard <laughs> penalty for that. Uh, <laughs> was it your son, Ben? Well, it's even worse because they thought it was somebody else on the team and they gave uh, him the penalty. And the kid that they gave the penalty to is somebody who would never in a million years swear, <laughs> unlike my degenerate son, right. who was so mad that they were losing this game that he just lost it and he ended up swearing. And then 10-yard um, penalty, we go backwards. It ends up missing the drive. So now he's like- 10's in- not bad. Not 15, 10. Which one? 10-yard penalty? 10-yard ten yard swearing penalty, uh, I guess, I think in seventh worth- grade football. Yeah. So now he's so upset. He feels like he cost the game, but we're still winning and he's upset in the sidelines. The whole thing comes down, they get a play and it's supposed, the clock's supposed to run and the game's supposed to end. For some reason, they stop the clock, Mm. giving them a chance for like a Hail Mary throw, which of course they complete and our team loses. And we get knocked out of the playoffs in round one after having a 24 point lead. Yeah. Or 22 point lead, whatever it was. That's not good. And then my son is convinced that because he swore during the game and they, they didn't put the game away in the last drive that it was his fault. Well, listen, and then you probably said, no, 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 it's not your fault. Let him take one of these every now and then. Let him say, let him, yeah, Ben. Yeah. You shouldn't have said anything. 
We did say, you know, this is what happens. This is, we tell you not to swear, and then mm-hmm. you actually swear and you get a 10 yard penalty in a playoff game. Right. So I think and, th- and, there's some and lessons. I told you to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, we discussed like um, pushing our favorite teams on our kids. And, you know, he, like me, is not from the city of the team that he roots for. You were never born in Cleveland. You were like, a, a kid and you like Brian Sype and everything. And I was a Cowboys fan. I liked anyway. And we have forced our children to watch these teams and some, some that makes sense to a lot of people. Maybe it's too harsh, but where, where does it end? So I played football in high school and I wrestled in high school and I wanted my kid to play football. It's a great team sport. I love the smell of the grass, everything about it. It's awesome. If we can get, get it past his mother to agree, let's do it. So he played football. He had a great time. I also wrestled. And I never told him I thought he should wrestle, but he convinced the kid on the football team to go out for the wrestling team. And now he's finding out it's hell. And it really is. You didn't, did you wrestle? (coughs) It really is. It's tough. It's the toughest practice. You have to be in shape. You you're wrestling around with sick people all year long. You know, I just remember playing basketball in high school and college and the wrestlers running the stairs. That's it. With like sweatshirts and, the heaviest possible clothes, and they just looked like they were in the seventh circle. Yeah, and you're, yeah, and you're sucking weight, and it's yeah. three and a half months long, and it's you know, nothing seems fun about it at all. Yeah, I th- yeah. I actually think it stunted my growth trying to lose weight. I'll blame losing like 15 pounds for like four weeks in a year on that. But uh, but uh, and now he's doing it, and I feel like to be like me, and I feel bad because I never had this talk with him. And he's like, boy, I'm I'm getting my ass kicked. And I was like, yeah, that's what's going to happen the whole first year. You don't have any skills. You don't know any moves. You're going to get beat up. And he's like, well, I think I'm just going to do this for one year. And now I feel awful. I'm like, right. you're never going to get a chance to get good if you only do it for one year. But I would hate for you to do it for one more than one year because it's 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 the toughest workout. You, you get like you get discipline that like the army could teach you and stuff. And you can handle yourself in a fight for the most part, if it, if it ends up on the ground, but you also end up with Enfitago and other terrible diseases <laughs> when some poor school doesn't wipe their mats down and you have like a big red marks on your, on your uh, neck for all of February. So uh, I don't know what to do. I, I don't know how honest we need to be with our kids for like, do you have to have a checklist of, all right, here's all the things I've done. Here's all the things I've known for. Here's what I want you to avoid. Like, I wonder if we're at that stage, if that's a good way to go about it, but I feel bad that I've now done this to this kid. That's all. Does he like it though? I don't think he likes it, but it's also part of the curriculum. So you're either taking football or you're taking wrestling. You're either doing football workout in the off season where you get credit or you get wrestling credit you have to do some kind of sport yeah that's what it is so now you'll get credit for that and he's he's i think he feels like he's going to disappoint see to me wrestling and gymnastics are very similar in this respect if you talk to people who are grown adults who did Mm -hmm. it when they were in high school or college and you'd be like would you do it again if you had to like oh god no yeah oh i would never do it yeah and i think that's important for kids to know it's so good on so many levels but i just like I, i just feel bad i don't know as I said earlier, I watched the Miles Garrett helmet swinging thing live, yeah. waiting for the game ten to flip over to basketball and wanted to see if he wanted to throw the fifth pick. And my son just happened to come down. My son has the best timing of all time. Comes down with a minute left in the game and he's watching it. And the fight happens and they show Garrett um, swinging the helmet and Joe Buck is reacting like this is, <laughs> you know, like a boat is sinking in the Hudson River or something. Mm. He's so, the gravest tones 
And Troy Aikman's just appalled. And it's just this appalling moment. And my son is laughing. And he thinks this is like, he's like, who's this guy who did this? I love this guy, Miles Garrett. <laughs> he he immediately thinks it's like professional wrestling. Right. So then he's asking, how can I get a Miles Garrett jersey? Would it be weird <laughs> oh if I were at the school? My two favorite players are Miles Garrett and Vontez Perfect, which <laughs> no, is actually true. Know. He has watched Vontez Perfect on YouTube and now wants to go as Miles Garrett for the next Halloween. He wants to wear a Browns jersey and carry around a Steelers helmet and just go around our neighborhood as Miles Garrett. He loved this. He thought it was hilarious. Wow. He should go on a, on a tour of talk shows. This would be a, a very original take. <laughs> yeah, he really would. Just coming in, yeah. bringing in his, uh, That's his helmet. Great. Well, maybe so, yeah, he loved it. 50 days to maybe forget it before the next <laughs> So, Miles Garrett, you have one, one fan out there. Uh, all right. Well, uh, Thanksgiving coming up and, you know, I have a five-year-old and, you know, at school around Thanksgiving, they, they do it up. They'll make like paper plates with, um, with fall leaves on them or paper plates. You can turn into like a pumpkin pie or something. And then they do it like a controversial, like feather thing to commemorate the first Thanksgiving. That's not, that's a no, no now uh, to pilgrims and native Americans. So yeah. some schools do it, some don't. And he also made an apron with his picture on it and his name underneath. And he gets this thing and he takes it home and his name is Harrison, but it's written out. And we don't know if this is a, a helper, a kindergarten helper or a teacher, but it's H-A-R-R-I-S-O. The end is gone. The end didn't make it, didn't make the play. It was too too small, too narrow to fit the end. So it says Harriso. And then me and the wife and his two brothers just start laughing and calling him Harriso. And he attacks us all. He goes crazy. He's like, you know, the guy who hasn't been tagged in for uh, 15 minutes and like finally is like stomping his foot and finally gets tagged in. He comes at all of us like a house of fire, really like throwing haymakers because we're calling him Harriso to the point where my wife is just like, cut it out. Stop it right now. And I was like, I cannot stop it. I want to call this kid Harriso for the next at least six years. She's like, no, you need to grow up here. And so I grew up for the uh, rest of the evening, but, um, the remainder of the week, I snuck a Harriso in there at least once a night. And she's like, he's going to go to therapy. I mean, he just attacks us. I just, I love it. But this is, this is abuse, right? It's no good. It's, he reminds me so much of my son. Cause my son would do the same thing. The, the <laughs> tag in without being tagged, right. throwing just, just sweeping haymakers. And those <laughs> five-year-old haymaker punches really hurt. Like they, they land either inside groin, balls, right. hip. All things that don't normally get punched. <laughs> yeah. And they don't feel good. Does not feel yeah. great. Right. I'm like, I, I'm like, hey, one more of these and I'm maybe not going to let you watch uh, 11 hours of Raw, NXT, SmackDown, and whatever mm. pay-per-view was tonight, Survivor Series. Take it easy. I was going to do Power my... Uh, yesterday, Ben and I played like five hours of... So Madden 2020, this is yeah. not a plug. Madden 2020 is this game called Knockout that Ben loves. It's Superstar Knockout. Mm -hmm. And we played for like five straight hours. <laughs> it's, re it's really fun. So they're quick games. They're like 10-minute games. Mm -hmm. Ben's doing defense. I'm doing offense. And he's shutting people down. And then I'm on offense. And then I'll throw a pick to lose the thing. <laughs> and he's just assaulting me and berating me with swears. <laughs> and at one point, Zoe comes in and says, like, Ben, you can't talk to dad like that. I'm like, he's fine. He's fine. Let the boy vent. Yeah, get the fuck out of here, <laughs> He's Zoe. just losing his mind. <laughs> and, and 
And Ben's like, we should live stream this. And I'm like, no, we absolutely shouldn't live stream this. That would be the worst idea ever. You're swearing at me. Uh, he's just, he's, he well, he just, just told the story losing. to like a million people. So it's kind of the same thing. He hates losing, which, <laughs> well, he hates losing, which makes it such a shame that he doesn't have like a favorite like football team. Right. Cause you know, like the Cowboys situation you're in there with the tripping, you take like the intensity and psychotic nature of how he handles these losses. And if it had been like the tripping call, like he mm -hmm. would have punched Donald Trump Jr. Right, right, right. So I had that experience. And then Zoe's boyfriend was over. He's a huge Broncos fan. And he watched football with us. Mm. And he's got a fantasy team, nice mellow kid. He's watching the Broncos. We have them on one of the TVs for a while. They're just getting demolished. He's okay with it. He's like, I thought we could have lose. I'm just thinking like, man, Mm -hmm. It's just funny how this stuff works out. Like this is, this was the son I thought I would have had. <laughs> and instead I have the son who's assaulting me as we, as we share this maddened, stupid, <laughs> super knockout game. And he's calling me a, a dick and a jerk. I can't believe you blew it. He's throwing the controller. Uh, just, no, you just never know. I'll be calling you a dick in no time. They'll just, you just wait it out. It's fine. <laughs> I, I want him to get to know Harrison so he can call him Harriso. <laughs> and then they could just fight each other and that'll be, that'll be it. They'll fight I to like the death. <laughs> uh, so we're on a, it's Thanksgiving. I got my parents are there. They're not speaking to each other. There's a whole crazy dynamics. You know, my Thanksgiving and my parents are there. Uh, my friend, our friend Don Barris is there. He warms up Jimmy Kimmel live, his girlfriend, um, my friend, Ken Harry's, uh, Harry's Ken's Butler. Uh, we have, we have a lot of misfits. We have a lot of family, and then we have my immediate family there. So the kids are running around. Archie, my oldest, is watching football with us. My youngest is watching football with us. My middle kid, Jack, uh, it's going to be 12 years old in February. He doesn't really want anything to do with us. So he goes up on his iPad and gives us exactly as much time as we have for dinner. That, that's how much we're going to see him So because he knows he has to be at the table. And when we go around the table, say what we're thankful for, he barely gets out. Of, I'm thankful for my parents and my family and my friends. So that, that hurts him to even say that. And then he eats and he's like, can I go up? Can I go play on my iPad again? I'm like, yeah, fine. Whatever. Just do. We, we, we don't want you throwing a fit. That's fine. Go play on your iPad. So we eat and we eat dessert. And then with karaokeing, um, my wife has friends over and some, some more friends come by and we're doing karaoke till like 1130 at night. And we haven't seen Jack in hours. And Jack comes down, grabs the mic, pour, uh, puts in a song, <laughs> ACDC's TNT. <laughs> Knocks it out of the park. I, I didn't even know he knew this song. Like <laughs> he, He's not even using, he's playing to the crowd. He's not even using the, um, the words on the screen. He's doing TNT. And then that, if that wasn't enough, he follows it up with, What's it? Uh, what's the uh, NWA song there? Um, California Love. <laughs> what? California Love and TNT. <laughs> and he's going crazy, and he's talking uh, like it, like he really like feels the lyrics. Yeah. Um. He's you know he's talking about uh, we in that sunshine state with a bomb ass hempy and uh, <laughs> you know diamond shining, looking like I robbed Liberace, and he knows it. Um, in the good old city, city of good old Watts. Like he's really looking at us and feeling the music. And then he's done. And then he drops the mic like Chappelle and walks off. And that's it. We didn't see him the rest of the night. So there you go. Tell, him, tell America how old Jack is. He's 12 in February. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic.
So my son who turned 12 uh, earlier this month, he he's just been a dick lately. He's just a dick. <laughs> Kyle, how much of a dick is he? So bad. So bad. I hate him. <laughs> he's just a dick. And, uh, and, and, but can get away with it with my wife because as you know, the, the mother son bond is just unbreakable. Right. And there could be 92 straight offenses and then three minutes of hugging or just, just affection for the mom and all mm -hmm. is forgotten. If our judicial system worked like motherhood with sons, everyone would just get out of prison immediately. <laughs> right. So we, we've come, I think Zoe came up with this term, but when Ben is like just being a dick, we call it menstruating. <laughs> that, that he's menstruating. So there's been a lot of menstruating lately. And uh, and on Thursday night, he was just such a dick. And just the whole day, and he was just a huge pain in the ass. And then at the end of the night, my wife was mad at me. And she's like, I'm like, what are you mad at me? What did I do? She's like, you know, he just, he acts like a dick. And then... You know, you don't you don't step in, and then I have to be the bad guy, and and now I'm getting blamed. So I go talk to Ben. And I'm like, look, you got to stop being a dick to your mom. Like, it, this is your mom. Be nice. I know we're in the family, we're together all the time, all that. But this is your mom. You 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 have to listen to her. You can't like snap at her. And yeah, she's the one that's always on your side. Yeah, yeah. and you're a nice kid. Like, you don't get to just be a dick and then think like it's funny. So I talk to him, I go downstairs, come back up and he's just lying on the bed with her cuddling and she's totally forgotten the whole thing. <laughs> and it's, I, I, I've just, the whole sun thing, it's like 30 seconds of him just pouring it on and, and that's it. She's back in the palm of his hand. I don't understand it. Well, he, he understands it. He's figured it out, right? So he's, he's figured out. He, I'll tell you who he hasn't figured out with Kyle. <laughs> Man. Oh really? Yeah, Kyle's gonna throw him through the, a sofa at some Oil point. Really? Us too. Yeah, he's so anyway. Um, I don't know what the rules are for assaulting your kids, but I'm gonna Google them after we finish the podcast. All right, good. Yeah, yeah, we'll Google it. <laughs> it's good. I think you're gonna like what you find. <laughs> All right, this is not gonna make me look too good, but none of them do, so it doesn't really matter. So, um, my son is wrestling. He's a ninth grader. Every week or so, he has like a novice tournament it's somewhere different. This week, it was in Santa Monica. Now, here's the thing. There's no buses for the freshman and sophomore. So they have to get to the wherever it is on their own. So uh, luckily, uh, my wife has to drop him off at the school. He's carpooling um, at 6.15 in the morning. And he gets to Santa Monica. He weighs in. He's been wrestling for like three weeks. He doesn't have many skills other than what I've taught him and, and through a few practices. And he's heavy. He's like six foot one. He's 153, 155 pounds. And so he's wrestling all sophomores pretty much. So it, it's it's been a rough road. And he gets there. And the way they do weight classes out here, you don't get like, it, you know, it, where, when I grew up, it was 132, 138, 145. And I think it's like that here too, once you get to varsity. But here, when you get to the tournament, they take all the kids in a pool and they bracket them off like every 15 pounds. So he was in the 150 to 166 weight class he's 153 because he overate on thanksgiving so now he's wrestling older kids bigger kids more skilled kids <laughs> 13 pounds so i was like all right call me when they call the 120 pounders and i drive over to santa monica so he, I, I said text me so he texts me i get there and he's about to wrestle 
and he gets flattened in the second period. Like the kid obviously had more. It was like very low center of gravity. He was closer to 170 than 150. It wasn't even close. So he comes up and he's like, ah, I think that's it. I was like, oh shit, you're quitting? And he says, no, 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 I think that's it. It was double elimination. I already lost earlier. I was like, what are you talking about? You just called me. Was, what'd you wrestle 10 minutes ago? He's like, yeah, I wrestled like 25 minutes ago. I was like, what is this, the WWE? Don't they give you a, what is, this is dumb. He's like, I was like, so what happens now? There's no bust. And he's like, well, I should stick around. I was like, yeah, I think you should stick around watch the rest of your kid, the, the tournament. So I call uh, my wife. I'm like, hey, no reason to come out here. It looks like Archie's done for the day. And she's like, oh, I wanted pizza in Santa Monica. Joe's Pizza. You've been there, right? Yeah. One of the best. It's great. And I was like, all right, I don't care. I'm out here. If you want to make the drive, that's fine. Um, we watch a few more matches. The tournament ends. We go to Joe's Pizza. Um, he's down in the dumps. We order a pie, half pepperoni, half cheese. It's great. And uh, I have uh, one slice. I'm about to have my second slice. And um, a homeless man, the homelessness is, is crazy in Santa Monica. He walks in and asks, he's like, can I have a slice of pizza? And there's three slices left. It's one pepperoni, two regular. And uh, my son, Archie, is like, oh, yeah, of course, and hands him the pepperoni. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I want the pepperoni. <laughs> and now we have a Curb Your Enthusiasm moment <laughs> where everybody, not only my family, but everyone in the place is looking at me. And I was like, I want I want the pepperoni. I don't mind parting with a slice, but it just uh, and now like the homeless guy is looking at me like, come on, dude. Are you fucking kidding me? I don't even know that he likes pepperoni. It was just offered the pep, right? If he didn't make uh, say that it, he preferred pepperoni, why are we offering the, the pepperoni? But anyway, Archie gives me the look. Everybody gives me the look. I'm like, all right, I'm beat now. And uh, he walks off with the pepperoni. And like, by the way, I'm very, I'm very uh, charitable. A Giving Tuesday, I, uh, you know, I donated a ton. But and I could have just bought another slice for another two two dollars and fifty cents. But was I wrong to want the pepperoni in that instance? Yeah, I mean that's definitely you should ask everyone else at the table if they want the pepperoni. Thank you. Would okay. have been my move. Yeah. Right. Okay. So okay. it sounds like it was a really fun car ride home after that. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> well, it was my father's a lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> taking pepperoni from the homeless guy. I'm worried about homeless people's clogged arteries. I, I think I should take the pepperoni. <laughs> Jesus, you better. Uh, so I was on the phone the other night and uh, and my wife and my daughter were downstairs in the kitchen and my son came down the stairs and he was crying. So we thought oh, no. he, he was crying. He was holding the back of his head. And we're like, oh my God, like he fell off the bunk bed or he fell doing mm -hmm. a wrestling move or he jumped off the off the dresser and onto his wrestling dummy like all the all the usual things you do to get hurt now he he hadn't gotten a haircut in a long time mm -hmm. and his hair is like Kyle it's it's his hair was crazy yeah it was getting unruly it was it was just i i can't even describe how long it was and out of control it was and and you can get away with this in california and he decided he was getting a mullet in the back so he he took he took the scissors like you would use to, you know, to to cut paper or something. Mm -hmm. And he tries to cut the mullet in the, the what he thought was like a mullety in the back. And then he didn't do it even. And then he went to the right. And then all of a sudden he had basically cut. Now it looks like now he looks like Mo from the Three Stooges in the back. <laughs> and and he's crying. He's like, I, bet I ruined my hair. And we're like, 
Ben, are you serious? Like, how how freaking vain are you right now? I was like, I ruined my hair. <laughs> Super upset. And uh, and it's inconsolable. So then Carrie's like, I'll fix it. I'll fix it. And they go upstairs and they come back down. And she's she comes down first and gives us the look, me and Zoe, the look like, whatever you do, don't start laughing. Like that, that <laughs> look. So we're like, okay. So he comes down and we're like, oh, it looks good. It looks good. It looks terrible. It, it looks, oh, no. honestly, looks like he has, he's a 12 year old with a toupee. <laughs> so, so about 10 minutes in, I just can't take it. And I start making fun of him. He gets super <laughs> upset. He runs upstairs. So then the next, next two days, he goes to school wearing a ski cap. So his right. whole back of his head. But the ski caps pulled down so you can't see that like his toupee shelf back of his head. <laughs> so then Carrie takes him to somebody, somebody close to us, like somebody close to our house to just like get a, a psychologist. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it probably should have been a salon that's like in our neighborhood just to quickly like fix it up. So it looks mm -hmm. better. And she's like, no, no, I'm going to fix them, fix them. It's like, all right, great. Well, I think I think we should just cut it. He's had crew cuts before. He's had he's you know tight cuts, whatever. Just cut it, start over. She's like, no, no, the, she can fix it. So he comes back, and now it's like a bowl haircut. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm dying. I'm calling him Dorothy Hamill. Remember Dorothy Hamill's oh, haircut no. from the 1976 Olympics? <laughs> and we're Probably calling doesn't him, hurt his feelings because he has no idea. No, because now because he's actually a good ball buster. So now he's making fun of himself, and they, and he's just wearing a cap every day. And we're calling him Dorothy, and I'm, I'm calling him Cagney and Lacey, and all these different things. He doesn't even get the jokes. Right. I'm making myself laugh, and uh, and so he has that going for a couple of days, and then finally. Kyle steps in and takes him to Fernando the barber, Kyle's barber. What did he think mm -hmm. about it? And and Ben actually ends up this Saturday, yesterday with a with a pretty cool haircut. I well, think okay. it, it was it was a four day odyssey. <laughs> but the important lesson here is uh, don't cut your own hair. Right. Yeah. For those it of you scoring ends at home, in tears. But a girl, for a girl, for sure, and for a boy, yeah, it's it's bad. In his defense, hmm. it, the back of his hair was completely mangled. It actually looked like it, like a hate crime had been committed. Like somebody <laughs> had jumped on him on the sidewalk and cut the That's back his of his defense. hair. <laughs> so anyway, so there you well, go. Well, doesn't he's had a mohawk before, right? That's the thing. He's had a mohawk. He's had crew cuts. He's had all this yeah. stuff, but yeah. um, he's just he's just lost his mind. <laughs> Sal, you're on the clock. Yeah, no. right, hold on, we're not both going to be able to hear, but Mike. I, is there a speakerphone or anything? Um, yeah, there's speaker. Oh, all right, go ahead. What's going on, Simmons? What kind of a slave driver are you? <laughs> I mean, it is. We're having Christmas Eve right now. We're almost done. I mean, what kind of what? I, how many? How much of this do people need to hear? <laughs> we're done. We're about to do parent corner. Do you have a parent corner? Yeah, I have a parent corner. I it's here's the parent corner. Sal is nowhere near his children on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Pa parent corner is empty. There's no parent in the parent corner. <laughs> I have a parent corner for you, though. All right, let's hear it. Okay, so, you know, the elf on the shelf is a big thing in our house. Yeah. And like a big thing. Like, it, it consumes us because if we forget it, it, then we have to lie the whole next day. So we try to remember it, and most of the time we do. But my daughter, Jane, who's five years old, says... 
where does the elf go at night? And my wife, Molly, says, well, the elf goes to the North Pole to tell Santa what he saw. And Jane says, well, how does he get all the way back here in the morning? And Molly says, well, magic, I guess. And Jane says, am I supposed to believe all of this? <laughs> She's five, by the way. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> it's a smart she hasn't kid. Kindergarten yet? Don't, well, watch out. She'll be lurking on the stairwell when you're putting the the presents on there, trying to Let see. Let me tell you what's going on right now. Yeah, Sal's children are opening their gifts. And... Is that really true? Yeah. Oh, we got to finish then. Yeah, that's why I came up because people because there are tears downstairs. It's like, where's Daddy? And and everyone's saying, well, Daddy's doing a podcast. <laughs> and everybody's going, what's a podcast? And they say, well, you know, you'll know when you're a little bit older what a podcast is. But uh, right now, Daddy's doing it, and it might as well be heroin. You might as well say Daddy's doing heroin. You know, it's bad when Corolla's rolling his eyes. <laughs> yeah, Corolla. Oh Jesus! By the way, Corolla is totally sober and bonding with his children right now. <laughs> no way. Meanwhile, Sal is. You should see where Sal is right now. He might as well be sitting in my bathroom. <laughs> I don't believe the Corolla thing for a second. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, either I part exaggerated of that. a little with Corolla. I don't believe either part of that, or nor do I believe the elf on the shelf. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm excited. I was. I got a chance to be part of Parent Quarter. That's really why. That was great. Thanks for coming on, Jimmy. Okay. <laughs> Bye. All right. All right. I'm gonna wind it up. I wind it down. All right. I'll wind it up. Uh, I'm not gonna top that parent corner. So you, you want to borrow that for your parent corner? Yeah, that'll be mine. All, All right, right, Jimmy. Yeah, yours is. That's it. Say yours hi to the family. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Merry Happy Christmas. Hanukkah, all, all right. that stuff, and yeah. uh, and we will talk to you before round one. Okay, good all job right. by you. Good job by you. All right, well, I might as well well go right to uh, Christmas morning. I got a fourteen year old, very appreciative of everything, and the other two are kind of bratty. Twelve uh, year old and six year old tomorrow. Five uh, year old turns six, and they open like. 15 presents each, you know, we're very blessed. Everyone they get, we have a lot of cousins and everything. So the gifts are coming in all say from Santa on it, you know, Santa, this Santa, that, um, everyone believes not, not the 14 year old, but the 12 year old still believes. And then now six year old for sure believes. And all we need is a picture of them by the tree after everything. And after they open these gifts, um, I'm like, all right, let's get a picture. And they're like, ah, oh, but the two younger ones like dad enough already, just get out of our faces. <laughs> And I was like, you sons of bitches, you. I can't even count how much money and how much wrapping and everything else goes on. And I was like, hey, we got you all these gifts. The least you could do is take a picture. And the 12-year-old is like, you didn't get them for us. Santa did. And I was like, that's it. I'm doing it. I'm blowing the lid right off. You're 12 years old. You can't, you, you can't do it. I'm, I'm not doing I'm not, I'm not, I have to tell him. First of all, this kid has had access to porn. He's seen porn online, all right? And, I, and he believes in that and Santa. I don't think there's an overlap. I don't think you can believe in both. I really don't. I don't think there should be one day where you witness pornography by accident and believe also in Santa. And I was ready. And, and she was holding me back, my wife, like uh, Mick was holding Rocky back when the statue was unveiled and he was going after Clubber Lang outside there. And uh, I, I really, I was going to blow the whole Santa thing, but I, I showed some restraint. And I held back and we got the picture and uh, it's a shitty picture and shitty kids. There you go. Happy holidays. <laughs> you didn't get us anything. What do you uh, say to that? It is funny to have the holidays where you have a lot more time with your family. Yeah. 
and then you need a holiday from the holiday. Right. Uh, last year, we went back, the Simmons family, my dad's family, my dad has six brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. They celebrate Christmas every year because, you know, their parents are dead and they've just very close Irish family. Mm-hmm. Um, so last year we actually went back. We surprised my dad and we crashed the Yankee Christmas swap. We brought gifts and they ended up, they had some extra gifts. So we were all in it and it goes around and Ben a year ago gets this gift that includes these scratch cards and he's mm-hmm. all excited about the scratch cards. So it goes through the whole order. And then after, as you know, the Yankee swap, then it goes, then you count down in reverse. And if you don't like your gift, you can swipe it as it goes from like There's 20. white through, elephant. You call it Yankee swap? Or whatever. We, we call yeah. it Yankee swap. It's okay. white elephant. So it's going backwards from 23 to one. He's holding his scratch cards. Like he's just about to do it. And <laughs> with like five spots to go, my cousin, Lauren, <laughs> it's her turn. And she goes over and swaps gifts with Ben. Oh, no. It takes the scratch cards, which um, ethically was pretty dubious. I felt like, right. I, I think like a, over maybe under age 13, you, you kind of don't take the kid's gift. Would it would have been my rule. Takes the gift. So now Ben has no scratch cards and Ben's devastated, but pretending he's not, but more, <laughs> more importantly, Knowing him and knowing that he can fly off the handle, I'm not worried he's gonna like have like fly off the handle and start to start being like the offensive coordinator of Friday Night Tikes <laughs> and just go nuts. He reins it in. Then on the way home, he's like, I'm "Never, I'm never going to Yankee Swap again. It sucks. I hate Cousin Lord. That's bullshit." And he's just furious. So we calm him down. So then he's talked about it for the whole year about how he wants to go back to Yankee Swap and take Lauren's gift. Right. So this has been 12. How old is cousin Lauren? She's like in her mid thirties. Oh, great. Um, it's your cousin. It's my yeah. cousin. Yeah. She's in her like early thirties. So for a year, he's like, it, it's vacillated between I'm never going back. No, I hate the Simmons family to I want to go back. I'm going to take Lauren's gift. Right. Because he's a maniac. So then yeah, we. This is why he's ordering knives on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. He tried to bring those on the plane. Um, so we didn't know we were going to go back. And then last minute, we decided we'd go back. So we go back. But the catch is um, Cousin Lauren, she's not at Yankee Swap. So now Ben, ben can't get revenge. Right. Yankee Swap happens. Lauren's brother ends up getting scratch cards. Ben on the way back takes the scratch cards from Lauren's brother and gets mm-hmm. the revenge and is acting like it's this is the 86 Red Sox going back into Shea and taking the World <laughs> Series. Gets the scratch cards back and is now like riding high ever since because nice. he is a lunatic. That's great. So yeah, the little ho- <laughs> nice holiday family story for you. And I'm going to guess oh uh under Two dollars and fifty cents. One on those scratch. One two dollars out of like fifty dollars of scratch cards. Good call. Good call. So there you go. Yeah, <laughs> gotta love the holidays. A couple heartwarming holiday stories for awesome. you. Awesome. That's it for Parent Corner 2019. We have one more BS podcast coming this week. Don't forget about CarMax.com. Fifty thousand CarMax vehicles nationwide, all available. Stop by your local CarMax for details and discover how easy buying a car at CarMax can really be. Don't forget about the rewatchables of Quentin Tarantino as well. Dunkirk, that is up now. 
And Book of Basketball comes back next week, as well as the second episode of The Rewatchables and all the other awesome podcasts we have on the Ringer Podcast Network. Plus, don't forget about the ones we put up this week. Some new ones. Rosillo has one, Big Picture, a whole bunch of ones. So check all that out, and we will see you here on Thursday. So